Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m., the 3 a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Maller Show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Uh, the reviews are in. The show yesterday was such a success. There was so much positive feedback from the Maller Militia as their fearless leader is off. So they turn to the bullpen. They turn to the Prince of Darkness. They turn to Weekend Overnights to save the day here on Fox Sports Radio. And it was such a success that we are back for round two. Jonas Knox in for Ben Maller. Uh, Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we're going to talk about an NFL overreaction 
and it's a good one. This is a juicy overreaction, but they're not completely wrong, okay? You may even be one of the people out there that overreacted to a story in the NFL. I'll explain what that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. We are coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Wherever you are taking part in the program, we always appreciate a few minutes of your time, whether it's the iHeartRadio app, SiriusXM, Channel 83, wherever. It's going to be a fun ride all the way up until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. So, the Josh Gordon news comes out on Thursday morning. Josh Gordon sends out a post on social media saying that he is stepping away from the game of football to focus on his mental health. All right, so that comes out. And then uh, the rumblings start to come out from uh, the NFL Network and others saying that there's a suspension forthcoming, that Josh Gordon has violated the substance abuse policy and, and parts of his probation that he was on in his return to the NFL. And so a couple of hours after that, it was announced Josh Gordon suspended indefinitely for violating that policy in which he agreed to when he did return to the NFL. So Josh Gordon is done. Now, the immediate reaction after that turns to, "Uh uh-oh, it's over for New England. Pats are done, man. Patriots are finished. Now who do they got? Who do the Patriots have now to throw to? Who's Tom Brady going to throw to now? He's got a bunch of uh, short slot wide receivers, some running backs, uh, Rob Gronkowski, uh, who looks like uh, Frankenstein minus the bolts in his neck. Where's Tom Brady going to throw to now? The Patriots are finished. It's over. The dynasty is over. It's, It's a wrap. New England is done. That was the immediate reaction. Now, that's partially true. Right? Part of that is true. If you were one of those people who immediately jumped to the Patriots are done, it's over, season's done, Super Bowl chance is gone, and you went to that avenue because Josh Gordon was popped again and is now no longer a member of the team, if you jumped to the conclusion because Josh, Nor- uh, Josh Gordon couldn't stay sober, part of that is true. The Patriots probably are done. But it's not because Josh Gordon likes to smoke a little bit of grass. That's not why the Patriots are probably done. In fact, we all witnessed the unraveling of the New England Patriots Super Bowl hopes. Uh, It sounded like this, courtesy of the Patriots Radio Network. At the 15-yard line, Tannehill throws down the middle, caught by Stills, laterals back to Butler, or rather Parker, who flips it to Drake. He runs across the 40 of New England, angling inside to the 30, 25, 20, 15, Teddy's going to win the foot race to the end zone! The Dolphins are going to win it on the lateral! Once, then twice, and Drake takes it in! And the Patriots stand stunned in disbelief! For those of you out there running to social media running to a microphone, calling a buddy, texting a pal, yelling out your windows that the Patriots season is done because Josh Gordon likes to smoke pot? Nope. The Patriots season was probably done because of that play right there, courtesy of the Patriots radio network. When New England lost to Miami a couple of weeks ago on that fluke play, that almost never happens ever. 
That was just about it for the New England Patriots and their Super Bowl hopes. That was it. Because here's the reality with the New England Patriots. And nobody is a bigger fan of what the Patriots have done than I am. I think it's brilliant. I think it's fantastic. It's consistency in a sport and a league where there isn't consistency. It's it's something we're probably never going to see ever again. So embrace it while you got it. Nobody is a bigger fan of what the Patriots have done over the past 18 to 20 years. Nobody. But this is a reality. There's a clear recipe to the Patriots' success. It's called playing at home in the playoffs. And the numbers back me up. Tom Brady is 19-3 and at home in the playoffs. On the road, he's below 500. Their last two road games in the playoffs, not Super Bowls, those are neutral site. The last two road games in the playoffs, both at Denver, both of those were losses. When Ryan Tannehill, for some reason, got credit for a touchdown pass on that play, I don't know how that's even possible. How does Ryan Tannehill get credit for a touchdown pass on that play? But never mind that. When Ryan Tannehill got credit for a touchdown pass on that play, it was a game the Patriots could not afford to lose if they wanted to follow the recipe to their success in making a Super Bowl run. They had to have that game. For everybody jumping up and down saying it's over, Josh Gordon getting uh, being off the team, now who do they turn to? They've got no deep threat. The season is over. Yeah, the season probably is over, but guess what? You're two weeks late. The season was over on that rinky-dink, whatever-the-hell play that was in which Kendron Drake scored a touchdown that should have never happened, and Ron, uh, Rob Gronkowski's uh, knee brace evaporated he was, as he was trying to make a tackle uh, on the goal line playing defense for some reason. Because this is how this would have broken down. Had the Patriots won that game and beat the Dolphins a couple of weeks ago, which they should have, it was there. Total fluke. Had they won that game and still lost to the Steelers last week, the Patriots are in the two seed, a game behind Kansas City. They own the tiebreaker over the Chiefs, and they've got the Bills and the Jets at home in Week 16 and Week 17. They're winning both those games. All the Patriots would have needed is for Kansas City to lose one of their final two, probably this Sunday night at Seattle. That happens, and the Patriots have home field in the playoffs again, and now they've got a legitimate shot to get to the Super Bowl because, as we've stated, there's a recipe to their success. But when they lost on that play, that was the season. Not Josh Gordon. This team's not beating the Chiefs on the road. It's not happening. They're not going to go into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs. Who knows if they can even go into Houston and beat the Texans? Who the hell knows? So Josh Gordon smoking weed didn't cost them the season. The guy had nine catches in his last three games. (laughs) Like, he's taken more bong rips and catches his last three games. I mean, everybody's turning Josh Gordon into the second coming of Christ. He's got nine catches in three games. He's got 40 grabs all year, which puts him tied for 78th in the league. Josh Gordon, in a passing league, is tied for 78th in catches. And people are running around saying that's what's going to cost the Patriots a Super Bowl. Right.
The guy who's tied for 78th in catches is going to be the linchpin to whether or not the Patriots bring home another Lombardi trophy. A total overreaction. It was a complete overreaction by the media who have overvalued Josh Gordon because he was always, man, if that guy can just this, or if that guy can just that, if he could just, if he could just do what? If he could what? Catch uh, two more balls, he'd have 42 on the year? Like, I don't, like, what are we talking about here? So listen, Josh Gordon's done. He's no longer going to be a member of the Patriots. He's probably never going to play in the NFL again. We all get that. We all understand that. He made mistakes. However you feel about it, that's fine. But that's not what cost the Patriots. Had nothing to do with it. That was a demoralizing loss in Miami that should have never happened. That's what ended up costing the Patriots. When it's all said and done, the Patriots need home field and preferably a bye week in the playoffs to make a legitimate run. They aren't getting it. They're not going into Kansas City to beat the Chiefs. The Patriots' Super Bowl hopes are probably done. It has nothing to do with Josh Gordon, and it's got everything to do with what happened less than two weeks ago in South Beach. Jonas Knox in for Ben Maller here, Fox Sports Radio. Edmund effing Garcia is your national update anchor here on Fox Sports Radio. Well, Jonas, first off, how dare you talk about this from a football perspective this is about more than sports oh right uh, because some guy uh, if i had to hear that again it's uh, it's it's ridiculous listen he wants to smoke pot smoke pot ricky williams smoked pot and he went and kicked hacky sacks with the dalai lama uh over a bong a bong rip one time i'm sure uh, if you want to go do that and smoke that's fine go do it I, like if, if you're being insensitive because you don't uh, you're you're focusing on the football angle, but a lot of people have addiction issues. I mean, what are you gonna do? I, I just look. I'm not I'm not trying to be insensitive, but the whole day you hear everybody had to like before they gave their opinion on on this as a sports story, they had to make everyone feel better by saying this is about more than just sports. <laughs> we're know. we're we're talking sports. The and honestly, the only people that this is more about. Um, more than just a sports story is Josh Gordon and his friends and family. Yes. For everyone else, it is about sports. Yes. <laughs> it's about how does this affect the Patriots? So, yeah, yeah like it's it's uh, if you if you try and look at this from that angle, you're just uh, uh, you're not taking into account the human emotion here. Well, no, we, we actually are. We understand that, but the story moves forward. We have no idea what's going to happen with Josh Gordon. We have no clue. Like nobody knows what's going down with Josh Gordon. He's got he's got issues. He's got to figure it out. It's not like he hasn't been given chance after chance after chance. At some point, you got to turn the page and focus on what's going on the rest of the season. I I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that, especially when you know our store is about sports. You come to our store and go down the aisles to find out about sports. Uh, if you want to hear about social Josh. commentary and you know, diseases and all that kind of stuff. You know, I, I'm, I'm sure there's some place you can go, but that shouldn't be here. But anyway, uh, you know, as far as from a football perspective, you mentioned it. Uh, I mean, I guess this doesn't help the Patriots. No. Uh, but how much does it really hurt him? I, if you watch <laughs> that game against Pittsburgh, he had one catch. I, he, I mean, I, <laughs> like... when, he, when he made the catch, I was like, oh, yeah, Josh Gordon's on this team. He's He's not. He's really not much of a factor now. Could he have gone off in a playoff game and maybe had a couple of big catches? Maybe, but you know, 
He's going to be hanging with Coop now. Yeah, no, oh, come on now. That, that is just out of line. You know, I don't think we need to uh, to bring in uh, Justin Cooper's social habits into this commentary. I think, I, now, I think that is insensitive. I, and I am outraged uh, that Roberto would go that direction. <laughs> Um, but no, it's he had. I mean, the most he had five grabs in a game a couple of times. That was the most receptions he had in a game with the Patriots. Like this isn't Randy Moss from when they were setting and breaking all sorts of records in the NFL. He had a couple of nice moments, but he vanished late. Uh, I'd also do. I'm uh, Eddie. Try me. Uh, call me crazy on this, but uh, do you find it a little ironic that he got popped again shortly after? playing in South Beach. I just I'm sure just a coincidence. Okay. Just uh so purely a coincidence. Now, do you think that um, or maybe was he at the Tequila Cowboy where your former offensive coordinator Todd Haley was shoved down in a dispute with a patron a year ago? I I have no uh, knowledge of okay. that. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I that. just wanted to say the Tequila Cowboy because it's an awesome name for a bar. So that's all it is. Uh, but my man, Edmund Garcia, listen, we're the voice of reason here on Sports Talk Radio. All right. That's why we're working the primetime hours of morning drive in Bangladesh. So for those of you out there thinking that, that we're not looking at this from the right angle, we're looking at it from the right angle. We're right. And we can humbly say that you're wrong. That's how it's done, Eddie. Uh, Jonas Knox in for Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. Again, we're going to be uh, on the air until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on FSR. You can feel free to tweet the show at the Jonas Knox. Uh, we're also going to be doing a uh, Cooper doing lame jokes of the week coming up in hour three. Correct? Any that is correct? Uh, any requirements? Should is there anywhere they need to go now to kind of get their early uh, early submissions in, or how does this work? Well, I mean, normally they they email them to Ben. So. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so now I just realized just that. All right, so swing and a miss on uh, lame jokes. Uh, that's all right. You can uh, you can send them in, and uh, we'll read them throughout the show. Whatever you know, we'll we'll make it work here. I mean, there's uh, there's nothing. It's like uh, Eddie's a big fan of Days of Thunder. Um, I am. And yeah, Cole Trickle. What does he say? There's, oh, yeah. there's nothing I can't do in a race car. There's uh, hit, nothing hit, we can't do hit on the weekend pace car. <laughs> you're scared, Cole. All right, uh, coming up next here. <laughs> was that a Nicole Kidman <laughs> yeah, it impression? Is. Damn straight. Oh, you don't get that anywhere else. Oh folks. man. Uh, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. There is. Uh, this is maybe the most brilliant plan by an NFL coach in a long, long time. People are going to crush this guy. I actually love it. Find out who we're talking about next on FSR. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. And follow the man in for Ben Maller. That would be Jonas Knox. He is at the Jonas Knox. And you can tweet at and follow me, your humble update guy, although not updates anymore, voice of reason, sidekick, Eddie Garcia. <laughs> I'm at Eddie on Fox. Hey, Amanda, what's up? <laughs> and now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, in for Ben Maller, it is Jonas Knox. Oh, thanks, Eddie. Um, by the way, people are throwing out some ideas. We're going to get to a story in the NFL. This is one of the most egomaniacal moves by an NFL coach, and I love it. I support all of it. Every single bit of it, I support it, because the more you hate this guy, the more I like him. Uh, but people are throwing out uh, some ideas here. So uh, we brought up lame jokes. I know the lame jokes are normally done, but Ben Maller is not here, and he gets all the lame jokes. So now we're kind of working this out on air. Somebody has thrown out the idea of doing another Ask Ass Hat segment again. All right. If anybody remembers that, I filled in one time 
uh, and a guy called me an asshat. And so instead of doing uh, Ask Ben, we did Ask Asshat, which is really difficult to say, but it's funny at the same time. And it got a lot of positive feedback. So, uh, so I don't know. What do you think, Eddie? Ask Asshat I uh, endorse it 100%. Okay. Now you're scared, Cole. Now is this? <laughs> is this? Now is this? Um, is this a caller-driven ask ass hat? Is that how that goes, or, or is it no, tweets? No, they they use the the hashtag on Twitter, and then I uh, read the questions on air. Okay. Now, how do we want to work this? Do we want to do it uh, once an hour? Do we want to do it? Uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm up for whatever you want to do, Coop. You are the executive producer. Well, we typically like. Uh, Solicit questions all show long and then read them all in a single segment okay. in the third hour. All right, so we'll do that. So that is your uh, opportunity to ask anything you want uh, to me or ask anything you want to the crew. I mean, uh, th- these guys are, are the ones that are here every single night. They grind. I'm just a guest. I'm nobody special. I'm a nobody, period. And uh, and you can ask anything about the crew. So ask asshat is the hashtag if you want to get on. Well, now, Jonas, Ben normally does a like a no sports rule for this segment. Are you, are you going to go with the same? <sighs> wow. To keep with the theme, should we do... Christmas only or no. holiday only? Okay. Um, no sports rule. Um, if we went Christmas only, I, I could I could just ask you the questions right now. I know what they're going to be. Okay. Um, What's the worst Christmas present you ever got? Um, yeah, let's go. So no sports. All right. No sports questions for Ask Ass Hat. All right. So that is always good for Sports Talk Radio to do uh, no sports in a segment. I'm sure the bosses will be thrilled with that. By the way, people were bitching and moaning last night or on the show yesterday uh, they we, were? Yeah, that we didn't take calls, uh, that there were no calls being taken. Uh, for Last I filled in on the show, you had banned callers because uh, the calls were so bad. Is that still in effect? Is it still our calls still banned here on the Ben Maller Show, Eddie Garcia? No, no. Okay. You, people can call in. I mean, the calls are still bad, but, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, we're, we're still taking calls. I mean, I think what we do is that we take one call, and if the call we determine – at some point during the call, whether or not we'll continue to take calls. All right. So really it all rides on whoever is the first caller to get in. And, uh, and so we just go to, uh, we just go to the call. And if it's a decent call, we will take calls at some point throughout the show. Oh, none, none of them are decent. Oh, well, I'm just saying, listen, I, I'm not going to have the negative uh, outlook on this. a nine-year-old girl? All right, you know, but, Answer that question. Hey, butt out, sir. I'm not going to have a negative outlook on this. I'm not going to treat the the Maller militia with disrespect like My this. My Cuban neighbor in a wheelchair gives me weed. Now, when we do Ask Ben, <laughs> it's called Ask Ben, yes. but, but people can ask anyone on the crew yes. or all of us uh, questions. Will that be... Uh, the same with ask ass hat. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what Billy I said. Billy. You guys are uh, you guys make this show go. I'm a nobody. I'm just here to help out. All right. So it's your guys' show. I'm just here to uh, to help out and try and steer things. But yeah, ask anybody anything you want. Go right ahead. A lot of dark secrets about Eddie Garcia you don't know about. I would I would dive into those if you want. Ask Eddie about uh, why he uh, threw up over a balcony the first night he met his wife. Are we on the air? Sorry about that. I thought my mic was off. What? What happened? Um, how about John Gruden? Huh? How about the balls on John Gruden? I the more people dislike this guy, the more I like him. I, I when you zig, I'm zagging. Oh, give me John Gruden. So John Gruden uh, made a move recently that got a lot of criticism. Okay, he went out and he signed Nathan Peterman, and we talked about it a little bit on the show yesterday. 
just about how historically bad Nathan Peterman has been. He throws the most interception per pass attempts in the history of the NFL. There's never been a quarterback worse than Nathan Peterman. He's been awful. And John Gruden went out and signed him. And now, uh, you know, Colin Kaepernick was brought into the conversation. Uh, you know, uh, why can't Kaepernick get a job? So you had all the Kaepernick ball washers out there that were really, really upset the fact that Nathan Peterman got employed before Colin Kaepernick did. You know, because Colin Kaepernick really wants to be a backup in Oakland for two games uh, to finish out the year. So all this stuff is going on. They're getting a lot of hate. A lot of people are piling on. John Gruden's an easy target. Everybody's making fun of the Raiders. What a mistake. He's a blowhard. He's an ego man. All that stuff. And so John Gruden spoke about the decision to sign Nathan Peterman. Now, if you remember, John Gruden, when he was doing uh, working at ESPN and he was doing the Gruden quarterback camp, he said that Nathan Peterman was the most pro-ready quarterback in the 2017 draft class. All right. Again, we go back to Nathan Peterman, historically the worst quarterback in the NFL in the history of the league throwing an interception every nine pass attempts, right? That is how bad Nathan Peterman has been. But but John Gruden said he was the most pro-ready quarterback in the 2017 draft class. So they signed Nathan Peterman. And John Gruden says the uh, following, quote, hopefully we can take him into the off-season program and see if we can restart him and get him going, end quote, that courtesy of John Gruden, head coach of the Oakland Raiders soon to be playing games, probably in Qualcomm and eventually at the Luxor in Vegas. Um, that right there is a guy who's got an ego and the balls to go along with it. That's all about ego. That quote right there is John Gruden saying, oh, yeah, see, the issue isn't Nathan Peterman. See, the issue is coaching. I can fix that guy. I can be the one to turn his career around. You don't think so? Watch this. We'll get him into the offseason program. I wouldn't even put it past John Gruden to ditch Derek Carr just to prove to everybody that he was right about Nathan Peterman. John Gruden, I, and, and it's why I love him, because he is such a gunslinger as a head coach and as a personnel guy. He's just going to do what he wants to do. Oh, uh, listen, I got a 10-year contract. I'll do whatever I want. Nathan Peterman, you can't make it work? Watch this. I can make it work. Oh, uh, you got a bunch of stuff on the shelf you don't know what to make? That's fine. Give me a blowtorch, some golf balls, uh, peanut butter, Ajax, and some water, and I'll bake you up a cake. He doesn't care. Like, how could you not like this guy? So when everybody rips John Gruden and says, well, you know, he's, uh, he's doing a terrible job, but he's this. You know what, man? At least he's entertaining. And if he does end up making something out of Nathan Peterman and they get something from the guy, you should put him in Canton right then and there. But that's a guy who says, hey, man, you guys can't figure it out. Let me figure it out. I got this. All right. I got this. It, that's all about coaching. It has nothing to do with Nathan Peterman. I mean, the more you hear this guy, the more he makes moves. Roberto, aren't you proud every single day more and more to have John Gruden as the coach of your <laughs> Oakland Raiders? Uh, I don't know, man. That's. I mean, come on. They want to play for the Raiders. That's it. I, I, I fear it. I got the same text as you. I got the same phone number as you. They all text Danny, me. Danny seems to think it's, he's going to turn it around, but I'm still um, I love it, man. and see. I, I love know. it. Yeah, they want to play for the Raiders. The Raiders. I love it, man. I, every, like, the guy's got such balls. What's that? He's, you know what he's going to do? He's going to sign Roberto Aguayo next. That's what he's <laughs> going to do. And he's going to have him kick left-footed just to show everybody that he's not broke.
That's the next John Gruden move. You mark my words, Roberto Aguayo will get a tryout with the Oakland Raiders. And you know what? If they got a hole at center next year, he's bringing back Barrett Robbins. And there's a Mexican, Roberto. Jonas Knox in for Ben Fowler here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, there is um, a really surprising piece of audio footage or uh, audio, some audio I want you guys to hear because I think people are ignoring what's on this piece of audio. All right, there's a piece of audio that is getting played and a lot of run and people are complimenting this guy. He's an athlete. He's an all-time great. They love it. They, they, They can't get enough of this. But the most alarming part of it has not been discussed. We will do that next here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, just take a bow. Pay your respects. He's a man of honor. He's a man of dignity. He is a man of honesty. His name is Edmund Garcia. Thank you, Jonas. We start with, of course, the big news in sports, the big news from the NFL, where the league announced Thursday morning that New England Patriots wide receiver Josh Gordon had been returned to the reserve commissioner suspended list indefinitely for violating the terms of his conditional reinstatement under the policy and program for substance abuse. Gordon has been suspended multiple times by the NFL for violating league substance abuse policies. In the NBA, we had just two games on the schedule. Heat beat the uh, Rockets 101-99. Houston loses the game and loses guard Chris Paul to another injury, this time a hamstring injury. They say he'll be out indefinitely. Clippers outscore the Mavericks 125-121. Top 25 college basketball number two, Duke, was a winner over 12th-ranked Texas Tech 69-58. Blue Devils improved to 11-1. Zion Williamson led him with 17 points and 13 rebounds before fouling out. Number 21, Houston beat Utah State 60-50. And in college football at the Gasparilla Bowl, it was Marshall over USF 38-20. South Florida started the year 7-0. They end the year with six straight losses. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price or True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Jonas, did you see your boy Matthew McConaughey has a new job? What's that? The University of Texas Regents approved. A new $338 million basketball arena to be built on campus and opened in 2021. And the school also announced that Matthew McConaughey will act as the Minister of Culture at the venue, ensuring that Longhorn and Austin cultures are front and center and will help create a fan experience unlike any other. So again, Matthew McConaughey, the Minister of Culture at the University of Texas. What's he going to do? Bring out the girl that had antlers on her body at uh, Intrude Detective or at Center Court? I don't get it. I don't. Not, I have no idea. I don't. Why don't? Why, what, what, why, do why you think, he, is he drawing us? Is he going to draw a real salary? For I, this I don't know. Why? Do, why doesn't Texas just come out and say, "Hey, we paid a lot for this arena. Uh, we're doing anything to get you guys out to these games because most guys leave after one year, so we got to get somebody here, and he's our biggest celebrity." Just say that. I mean, I, I, just just say that. Just say that's why Matthew McConaughey's going to be out there. How often do you think he'll he'll be there? I don't know. You know, like, do you think maybe they'll hire like a, a stunt double and bring him out <laughs> just for a certain? It's like when uh, stand in. Yeah, it's yeah. like Jose Canseco and uh, Jose Canseco's brother. What was his name? Ozzie. Yeah, Ozzy Canseco. Yeah. Uh, would, they would like show up to appearances. Well, <laughs> remember he, to be Jose. Jose was in some celebrity boxing thing, and Ozzy took his place. Yes, it's you so remember great. That? It's so great. And they thought, well, you know, we don't. Those tattoos look different. That doesn't uh, that doesn't really look like uh, Jose. That that's very odd. Um, but yeah, I just I don't I don't get what uh, the Matthew McConaughey thing. I just don't get it. Good actor, I like his work, but yeah. um, when I think Texas, I don't think Matthew McConaughey. 
Now that I can come to think of it, when I think Texas basketball, I don't think of anything. Honest to Kevin God. Durant, I guess. Yeah, but he was there a year. Yeah. Yeah. DJ Augustine, didn't he play for Texas? Chris uh, Sims. Oh, Chris Sims, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Major Applewhite, didn't he play for Texas? He did, yeah. 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 That, man. Nobody knows. Listen, if you want to talk Texas football or basketball, all you need to Chris do is- Mim. I got, I got my Chris's confused there. Yeah, but Chris, Chris, Sim- Mim. Chris Sims did oh, play yeah, at Texas, though, right? Player, yeah, yeah Chris, Chris Sims actually did play yeah. at Texas. Yeah, he did, too, yeah. Yeah, by the way, if you want to- Roberto, what's your uh, Twitter account again? Raider underscore Rob 24. All right, so if you want anything, if you have any questions about Texas basketball, tweet at Raider <laughs> underscore Rob 24, uh, and he will provide all that uh, all that information for you. Uh, all right, uh, we're coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So there's this video that's gone around with LeBron James talking to his kid. Uh, have you seen this, Eddie? Have you seen no, the video? No. All right. So LeBron's son was in a basketball game. I guess a is basketball this, tournament. Is this Bronny? Uh, no, Bryce, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So LeBron, uh, LeBron's kid was in this basketball tournament. It's kind of made the rounds on social media. And LeBron James is getting a lot of uh, a lot of compliments for it, and uh, he even posted the video on his Instagram account. And so the video is LeBron talking to his son, who seemed to be frustrated about his shooting performance. All right, so this is the video, this courtesy of LeBron James's Instagram, his pep talk to his own son. Uh, this is just a couple of days ago. You made three of the biggest plays of the game. You want me to tell you what they were? You get too down on yourself for no reason. You made three of the biggest plays of the game. You got the offensive rebound, right? Down four, you got the offensive rebound, got the tip in, right? And then you had the outlet pass to Owen when he got the and one. And then you made the last swing scene to him for the game winner. So, like, if you're missing shots or making shots, don't worry about it, kid. You played a hell of a game. You ain't got to worry about making shots or missing shots. All right? Good job. Proud of you, man. All right, go with your team. Bye. Now, okay. We'll, <laughs> go with your team. Yes. Bye. <laughs> now, we'll go, we'll go ahead and we'll ignore the fact that he was uh, wearing a mic uh, while giving his uh, kid a pep talk and then posted it on his own Instagram account. We're going to ignore that. Uh, ignore, very seemed very scripted. But regardless, yeah. uh, good uh. advice. Uh, Good advice. Uh, I'm not trying to take the pen route. I'm just simply pointing out it is it is very blatant. I wear a mic every time I give my daughter a pep talk. Uh, I, I, oh, yeah, well, but does it go on your Instagram account? You know what I mean? Like it's just it seemed very 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 scripted. Uh, but no, you know we're not, not here to pile on that on that fact. All right. But I want you to the part in the pep talk when he talks about the most important plays of the game that his son had. There's a part in there. That is is stunning to me, and I've never felt more unrelatable to an athlete in my entire life. Right, so let play it again, and I just want you to listen closely to a key portion of this audio. You made three of the biggest plays of the game. You want me to tell you what they were? You get too down on yourself for no reason. You made three of the biggest plays of the game. You got the offensive rebound, right? Down four, you got the offensive rebound, got the tip in, right? And then you had the outlet pass to Owen when he got the and one. And then you made the last swing scene to him for the game winner. All right. So, like, if you all miss right, so the that's, shots, all right. you got the outlet pass up to Owen for an and one. These kids are 11 years old. And they're getting and ones. I never had an and one in my entire life. I swear to God. I never one time did I have an and one. This kid's 11 years old. Some kid named Owen is 11 years old getting James Harden calls at a tournament. 11 years old. I never had an and one in my life. Eddie, playing basketball. Did you ever have an and one called? 
Um, I don't recall one. No, that, I was I was a screensetter rebounder. Know, <laughs> that like, was my role. Like these kids are eleven years old. They're doing outlet passes and getting and ones. We never did that when I, I was, was a baller. I got a couple of and ones. Oh my ass, my <laughs> ass! You didn't get and ones. You're not getting those calls. What is this? Outlet passes and and ones. Eleven years old. Like, when I was 11 years old, I, I, st- I think I was still crapping my pants. This kid's getting and ones at a basketball tournament? That's insane. I know Justin Cooper was, uh, uh, was uh, like, uh, the Jason Williams. He was uh, white Muggsy chocolate. Bogues, yeah. Yeah, he was the uh, white chocolate of his, uh, of his youth, uh, youth team. Justin Cooper, did you ever have an and one, um, an and one in, in basketball in all the years that you played? You know, I've, I've been known to have a couple. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 you are so full of crap. Yeah. Hey, I, I played. And I played. One, yeah. I played one on one with Carl Malone. Oh, was that for some like uh, a PBS Reading Rainbow special that uh, that you got paid twenty grand for or something? No. <laughs> when did you play one on one with Carl Malone? Uh, he was a guest star on a TV show that I was on on it, ABC. Oh, what did- TV show was that? It was called Brothers Keeper. Uh, did you ask? Did you? Oh, that. Hey, did you ask Carl Malone why he tried to sleep with Kobe's wife? Ooh. Did you ask him that? Uh, he was. <laughs> he was still on the Jazz at the time, so I think that was before. Oh, that. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah but uh, that was always. Uh, that's why those guys didn't like each other because Carl Malone was uh, was hitting on Kobe's wife. How about that? Huh? Yeah, that's the reason that they lost to the Pistons. Yeah, that was the reason. Why. <laughs> yeah, that was the only reason. <laughs> Uh, it's amazing. Eleven years old, getting an and one. Never had one in my life. Never one. Never even came close. Never. The second the ball was in my hands, I was looking for the first person to pass to. I wanted nothing to do with it. It was like a a, a pipe bomb. I had I, a couple. Right. Uh, let's. What's the uh, uh what's the over under on and ones that Roberto had in his lifetime? I'm gonna set it at one and a half. Eddie, you going over under? I uh. Hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go over. Uh, Justin Cooper, over, under, one and a half, and ones for Roberto in his career. I'm going to go over. You guys are no fun. It's not negative enough. I needed more negativity in this segment. All right. uh, Jonas Knox in for Ben Maller here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, it is the hottest NFL pick segment anywhere on sports radio during the week. Find out who we're taking. It's Fantasy Football Championship Weekend. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Jonas Knox. All right, Eddie, it's time. It's the hottest NFL pick segment, especially during Fantasy Championship Weekend. It's time for NFL Pick'em. Justin Cooper, what's the order? Let's fire away, baby. All right, we are going with the order from the winner of last week's NFL Pick'em, and that would be Eddie Garcia. Oh, yeah, Mr. NFL. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Boy, first pick. Uh, You know what? I'm going to go with um, Dalvin Cook. Ooh. (laughs) I don't think anyone's upset by that. Wow. Interesting. Who's next? Who? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Roberto. I'll go with uh, Ezekiel Elliott. All right. Jonas. Ben Roethlisberger. Wow. That's an interesting pick. <laughs> I will go with... <laughs> I'll go with Christian... <sighs> Christian... 
Never heard of that guy. Yeah. You know what? I will, I'll go with Andrew Luck and Nick Chubb. Nick hmm. Chubb? Right. Yes, that's right. Back to Jonas. <laughs> I will go Alvin Kamara. And I'll go. Oh, wait, no, no, you don't get to. Roberto. Wow. I'll go Shut with. You down. Uh, Son of a bleep. Baker Mayfield. All oh, right, Eddie. Interesting. Uh, let's go with Jared Goff. Goff. All right. Uh, now back to Roberto. By the way. The oh, best, no, no. That's Eddie. That's Eddie back to back. By the sorry. way, the oh, best, part, best part about Jared Goff is that his first name isn't Jack. That, sorry, Eddie. Uh, that's <laughs> really surprising coming from you. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, Michael Thomas. Uh, all right. Now to Jonas again. <sighs> Tyree Kill. All right. Uh, back to me. I'm going to go with... Uh, Man, I can't remember his first name. <laughs> Amari Cooper. <What? laughs> <laughs> Apparently it came to him at the last second. All right, All right uh, back to Jonas. Um, I will go with Julian Edelman. Oh. Roberto? I'll go with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Eddie? This guy's been really good to me. Uh, let's go with Eric Ebron as my tight end. And uh, one more, right, Coop? Yes. Uh, for my final wide receiver, let's go with Antonio Brown. All right, Roberto, your last pick. Juju Schuster. Don't forget the Smith. Smith, yeah. Jonas. I will go with Jesus. That's um, Jesus. I know Jared Cook. Z play. That's Jared Cook. All right, then. It's, to me, I forgot to do two picks last time, so I need to do them twice here. I'm going to go with George Kittle. And, uh, God. Like Coop really agonizes over this thing. <laughs> Who cares? Pick someone. <laughs> Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, and if wow. You, I still got to pick a tight end, so I got Evan Ingram, the Giants. How did we screw that I, up? I don't know who that is. How many picks did you have? How many? How many? This is a well, well-oiled machine. This is, yeah. I'm, I'm so lost, man. <laughs> First of all, I'm not going to. So this rolls over to whoever picks on uh, Monday, right? That's how this is done. I'm well, not going to be here Monday, so I can pick the. I, that's why I just pick bad picks. I make bad picks because it's not my problem. That I don't makes have to sense. deal with it. F this. Are we done? Are we all done? <laughs> I believe so. All right. I got all my oh, that was a train wreck. Just, uh, just well <laughs> done. That is sports talk radio, there, baby. Uh, by the way, we're, well, that's usually a train wreck, but that was even worse this time around. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to blame um, the NFL's hard. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to blame uh, Coop on that. That's one. a good call. We'll, we'll blame uh, Justin Cooper for that one. Uh, by the way, uh, some people are talking about and ones because LeBron's uh, kid's teammate got an and one. The kid's 11 years old. Um, uh, this has all of a sudden turned into a very negative portion of the program. Uh, Roberto, our technical producer, said he got uh, multiple and ones as a kid. I was an uh, all-star here at yeah. Victory Violin. Uh, some guy wrote in and says they gave Flores the and one just because he was a Mexican. Uh-oh. <laughs> Racist. Yeah, I don't understand what that has to do with anything. Uh, another guy writes in and says, LeBron's kids are spoiled as hell. I played pickup ball at Chatsworth Park against some Filipinos when I was 11. The only and one I got was Racist. two switchblades stuck in my back after a drive to the hoop. Uh, but finally, a uh, a positive uh, tweet has come in here on Fox Sports Radio. And again, this is the Maller Militia. Uh, they've they've treated me with nothing but respect. When you think about respect and politeness and kindness, I think of something like this. Nobody has said it better than Nate, who writes, Hey, Asswipe, why don't you do all of us FSR 
listeners a favor already and go join Gordon in the psych ward, you demented douche bleep. So take that in your pooper and pop it. <laughs> yeah. That's unbelievable. Oh, I want more. Hour two next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Oh, yeah, baby. The negativity, the horrific commentary, the mean tweets, nothing could stop the machine. I was going to be back for show number two, and there wasn't a damn thing the Maller Militia could do about it. Tough balls as we fire away here on a football Friday all the way up until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox in for Ben Maller, one of the all-time greats on the Mount Rushmore of Sports Talk Radio. Not me, Ben Maller. Uh, So it's always uh, a pleasure to be with you here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. In just a moment, there is a coaching rumor in the NFL, and it is not a good one for one franchise. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app, and you can also find us on Sirius XM Channel 83. So um, there was a report that came out, and uh, we talked about this a little bit on yesterday's show, that Black Monday is coming up, uh, coaches around the NFL, we kind of have a feeling who's going to be let go, who's going to be gone. Every single year, five, six, seven coaches are always gone. Usually right after the game on a Sunday, a report comes out, Jay Glazer breaks a report. Um, Monday comes around. If there's any that are sort of hanging out there, uh, uh, they'll be let uh, notified that they're going to be gone. And so this happens every single year. And you've already seen two guys gone, Mike McCarthy, Hugh Jackson, both gone. There's been some other whispers out there. Todd Bowles is a guy in New York who potentially is going to be out of a job. And one of the other guys that was also talked about was Vance Joseph. And in a report from Pro Football Talk and Mike Florio, he says that a coaching change is expected in Denver. Now, it's not all that surprising Uh, They've been kind of up and down, kind of disappointing. Uh, There's been some questionable calls, some questionable decisions that were being made, some some things that were uh, were happening there in Denver. You talk to people who cover the team. It's just there's something not right. There's something off with the organization. And um, and people want to point fingers at, at John Elway and say, well, he's got some blame in this. And John Elway definitely has some blame in it. But. When Gary Kubiak decided to step away, I always wondered if Gary Kubiak knew something that we didn't know. And maybe Gary Kubiak, yeah, he had was dealing with health issues, but maybe Gary Kubiak looked at the roster, looked at the quarterback position, and said, man, I, I, I am stunned. We got a Super Bowl. Good for us. We got one in the window when we had all this defensive talent and all these guys on defense. Peyton Manning was a shell of himself, but we our defense was so good that we were able to bring home a Lombardi trophy and good for us. We'll consider that a successful run and a successful era of Denver Bronco football. But now that we're all these years later and Vance Joseph is uh, apparently on his way out the door, the writing was on the wall. I mean, Vance Joseph's decision-making late against the Browns. Uh, I am still trying to figure out what the hell happened there. I'm still trying to figure it out. Vance Joseph against the Browns last Saturday night, decided on the drive, second-to-last drive of the game, down by four, to go for it on fourth and one. 
And then later in the drive, inside the 10, instead of going for it on fourth and one, down by four, decided to kick the field goal. Nobody could really figure out what the move was. Well, why, why, why are you doing that? It's not doesn't really make sense. We need points. We're inside the ten. You already went for forward on fourth and one earlier in the drive. Uh, why wouldn't you just do it here? There's four minutes and change to go. Even if you kick a field goal, that's not enough. So, what's the decision making here, Vance? Here's what his response. I wanted points there. We had uh, about four thirty-five to go in the game. We had one time out in two minute warning. So, I trust our defense to get a stop there. Okay, if we don't get points there, touchdown has to win it. It was my decision to take points. Yeah, but here's the problem. Uh, they wouldn't bid enough points. There's no such thing as a four-point field goal. Okay, you're down four points. You needed four points to tie. <laughs> Regardless, you're going to have to score again. Why not go for the touchdown? You got them pinned deep. If they stop you, they stop you. There's still time. So why not go for the win? So it didn't make any sense. But if you talk to people who cover the team, that's been kind of a theme with Vance Joseph. There's been times where he's made decisions and they're like, what the hell's happening here? Nate Lundy, who used to do a show here on Fox Sports Radio for years and years, a friend of mine, works in Denver, covers the Denver Broncos. He's been covering Bronco football for years now. Nate Lundy's been all over this since Vance Joseph got there. Questionable moves, questionable decisions. What the hell's happening? Why is he doing it? Here's the problem for Vance Joseph and what went down last Saturday night and why the rumblings about him being out of a job that came out earlier on Thursday, according to Mike Florio Pro Football Talk, shouldn't be all that surprising, right? This is why it shouldn't be all that surprising. See, it's a two-part problem for Vance Joseph against the Browns, okay? Two-part problem. Part one was the decision. It didn't make sense. A field goal wasn't enough. Why wouldn't you have just gone for it? All right, so that's part one of the problem, right? But again, two-part problem. Here's part two of the problem. It was on national television, unopposed, which made it even worse. And it's why I always say standalone game syndrome. It's why I've always said the only people that dislike Thursday night football or playing football on a short week more than players in the games are coaches of bad teams because it's one thing if Vance Joseph does this and it's mixed in with a bunch of other games on a Sunday, uh, Sunday more at the early slot or uh, the later slot. It's one thing if you do it then, because by the time Monday comes around, you've had Sunday night football, you're previewing Monday. There's all these other games going on uh, safety in numbers. Almost you can kind of hide in the crowd, but once you get on a standalone stage, everything becomes highlighted and everything becomes a bigger deal than it normally is. Even if it's the same move or similar calls that you've made throughout the course of your tenure, when you do it on a standalone stage, unopposed to other games, and everybody's watching, now everybody knows you're dysfunctional. That's why I've always said, uh, it's one thing to have a fight when you get home. If you and your wife, your, 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 your girlfriend, your better half, you guys get in an argument, smallest thing, just a disagreement. That's one thing. But if you get in that same small disagreement and it's in front of people, now everybody looks at you like the dysfunctional couple. Oh, boy, they're fighting in public. Oh, God, things must be really bad. It could be a harmless thing that could be over with the second you get home. But because you did it in public, everybody can see it. Now the image of you and the optics of your relationship have been put on blast and people just assume that things are that bad. 
Vance Joseph has made questionable calls before. There's been stuff like this has been floating around Denver if you've watched the games. But because this was on a standalone stage, everybody now got to see it. This was the fight in public. Your coach doesn't know what the hell he's doing. So it's not that surprising. Like this, this is not a surprise to a lot of people who cover the Denver Broncos or people who are Bronco fans. Justin Cooper, you're a Bronco fan. Are you surprised that Vance Joseph decided to go for three down by four needing a win? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, no, I'm not actually because he's been making dumb decisions like this for the past two years. So. Yeah, but didn't it seem like this one got more publicity because everybody now saw it? You guys have been seeing this for two years. Yeah, I mean, it's the like the two most important games, the seasons on the line against the 49ers and then the, the Browns and just, the, just bad decisions, bad clock management, bad challenges. It's terrible. Yeah, it's so this is not nobody should be surprised by this. This was this was inevitable. Uh John Elway's going to make a move. Uh, what they do, you know, Case Keenum, uh they they've had issues at quarterback. John Elway's had a problem of they've traded away Demarius Thomas. Uh they're trying to go in a different direction. There's still some talent there, but it's just not working and it's not working with Vance Joseph. It shouldn't have been that much of a, that much of a surprise to anybody. It shouldn't. I mean, he got crushed for the decision last Saturday night. You knew something was going to happen. We've there's other examples of this. I mean, it's uh, there. Chip Kelly, when Chip Kelly finally got fired by the Eagles, when did that happen? That happened on a Saturday night game after they got buried by a division rival. Chip Kelly had back-to-back winning seasons, a division title, and a winning record as a head coach, and he got fired before Week 17. After a Saturday night game, because the organization was so embarrassed at how they looked on national television, they had to make a move. They had to react. The Cincinnati Bengals did the same thing uh, a couple uh, last year. They fired their offensive coordinator in week two after a Thursday night game. It's week two. If you if, if he was that on if he was on such thin ice that you fired him after week two, why didn't you just get rid of him two weeks earlier? Why was he even the offensive coordinator? Why was Ken Zampezi even the coordinator at that point? It just didn't make sense. But these organizations feel this pressure. And when you get put on a big stage and they get embarrassed like that, they got to make a move because now everybody sees there's an issue. Uh, Jonas Knox in for Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. Edmund effing Dallas Garcia is your national update anchor here on FSR. I feel like a boxer. Like getting introduced right now. People like the uh, the Edmund Effing Garcia introduction. Yeah. I've gotten some uh, positive feedback for that. So some controversy here, Jonas. Yeah, what's that? Uh, you talked about in the first hour we were going to have a special segment, kind of like an Ask Ben, but a little bit different because, well, Ben's not here, and uh, the title, uh, the, I guess, was going to be a little bit different. And I guess it's not actually Ask Asshat. It's Ask Ass Clown. Yeah, there, listen, we got... Um, uh, we, we get to there's a lot of ass here yeah and uh and we get uh we got really confused with all the ass that was going around and so we thought that it was ask ass hat was the hashtag if you get ass on facebook i mean it's, you, I, it's not like you've never been called an ass hat on this show no so yeah i mean tr- trust me i got called a douchebag last hour if you want to do ask douchebag we could do that but i think ask i think it was ask ass clown it, it was i i clicked that that hashtag and i found all the old questions oh. from a year ago 
So then Do maybe over. all right. So so then maybe it, either one, ask asshat or ask ass clown. Either one of those will work. Are we okay with that? Yeah, that's fine. I, it, I'm okay with that. But it's like yeah. uh, it's like at CBS. This is an amazing. Like I got to bring this up because I'm still stunned by this. Uh, I went to go buy some emergency at CVS. All right, there's a CVS uh, not far from my house. Uh, the, those uh, vitamin C packets, I always, I always take them. So I went to go buy some emergency, and I saw they were on sale. They were like five ninety nine or something like that. And they're normally like twelve bucks. So oh, that's a good deal. So I brought it up, and they scanned it, and it said full price. I was like, yeah, it says um, it's actually uh, back there. It says five ninety nine. Uh, like, oh well, let's go take a look at it. And so they go look at it. They oh yeah, and sorry, it's it was put in the wrong place. It's not actually five ninety nine. I was like, oh okay, that's fine. I'm all just get uh, you know, I'll just get something else. No big deal. They go, oh, no no no, you'll get it. What do you mean I'll get it? They said, yeah, it's uh, it's our policy. We have to give it to you at the price that it was placed on the wrong shelf at. All right. So if it was placed there, we have to give it to you at that price, and we have to refund you four dollars. So this thing's and two- we have to fire the yeah. person. <laughs> and, I said, wow. and, and I said, oh, wait a second. So this thing's two bucks? It's like, yeah. I thought, what the hell's can, happening here? Can I here? buy all of them? Yeah. yeah. I was, I was the, like, because they screwed up, we have to accept, like, they have to accept whatever you want to get. I could have haggled her probably. I could have, I could have made them give me 20 bucks and I probably could have gotten it. So uh, the moral of the story is that's kind of like, because we gave out the wrong hashtag, I think we have to accept either ask asshat or ask ass clown. It's just good customer service. Yeah. That's all it is. Which is what you expect here. Yeah. There's just, it, when there's this much ass floating around, We've got to make sure that we take all of it. Like we want as many of that, as much as that ass as we can get. So ask ass hat, ask ass clown, and I think either of those will get by. We good with that, Eddie? Yeah, I think that we've straightened that out. No, I, I feel much better about <laughs> okay, it. Okay, not not confusing at all. You're scared, Cole. Jonas <laughs> Dog. Yeah. By the way, that was my appearance. Uh, I got beaten out by a Nicole Kidman on um, uh, Days of Thunder. So that was uh, that was my uh, audition tape for Days of Thunder, uh, beaten out by Nicole Kidman. Uh, all right, uh, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, there is a really good NFL player who wants to be a sports talk radio host. If you think I'm lying, we've got the proof. That's next here on FSR. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive. The shady late-night characters on Twitter let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website and follow the man in for Ben Maller. That would be Jonas Knox. He is at the Jonas Knox. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones for some reason. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco Fan. Otani! And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Jonas Knox. Thanks, Edmund. Uh, by the way, Eddie, I have a uh, very special present I would like to give you for Christmas. Oh, boy. That doesn't sound good. His name is Andy Furman. It's our four. Oh, boy. Andy Furman, the fur bag, the fur ball himself, will be with us here, our four, as we will interrogate him as to why he sends so many letters through the mail. I want a mature guy. Yeah, well, you're going to get a mature this interview. Is, it's long overdue. If you don't know, those who are listening, Andy has a uh, an issue with sending mail to people who don't yes. want it. It's really weird. We need to talk to him about it. Yeah, Two guys is enough for he's me. He's got a mail fetish, all right? A-I-L. Mail fetish. I'd rather walk around like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 
So uh, so we'll be looking forward to that. That'll be coming up hour four. Awesome. We, we, we tried to get him on the show uh, yesterday, but he was asleep. How dare he? Uh, so uh, so hour four, uh, Andy Furman, the great, will be on with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, all right, so Cam Jordan of the New Orleans Saints wants to be a sports talk radio host. I'm convinced he wants to. He's got a future in sports TV or sports radio, in particular, sports TV or sports radio in July. All right. He wants to be a sports talk host in July because that's kind of what the conversation sounded like as Cam Jordan had a back and forth with a reporter. It made the rounds on Thursday as Cam Jordan argued the greatness of Ben Roethlisberger, who the Saints will be playing this weekend. Top five of this era. Who would be your top five? Drew. Tom. A-Aron. A-Aron, who's got less Super Bowls than Roethlisberger. Numbers are impressive. Okay, so then we you put him right there. Peyton. doesn't have decent numbers. Peyton. Peyton who? Manny. He's not. Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't even count him in the this era. Is, this he, is the era. He, he retired him, two years ago. That now. was most of Roethlisberger's career. You're saying he's better, he's, he's, better, he's better than uh, Philip Rivers right now, career-wise. Career-wise? You, because you give him the Super Bowl or not. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he didn't have a so, more okay, accomplished, so, so you're putting, have a more accomplished career than Philip Rivers? You're putting him at number five. I'd honestly put Eli before I put Ben, but what? okay. Now, Eddie Garcia, I know you are a diehard Pittsburgh oh, Steelers fan. Uh, you are wearing... Um, he's got a very he's got a special edition uh, Guadalajara uh, Steelers jersey. Uh, it says Roethlisberger on the back, and underneath Roethlisberger, it says Siete. That is how big of a fan of Ben Roethlisberger. Racist. Eddie, that's not racist because I know Spanish. You're racist, Eddie Garcia. How upset are you with Cam Jordan saying that Eli Manning? should be taken and considered better than Ben Roethlisberger. I'm not upset at all. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but is this th- this is this that right there is a sports talk radio topic oh, yeah. in July. That oh, is yeah. a top five list, Mount Rushmore's, you name it. That is an that is a a sports radio topic in July. So Cam Jordan is already preparing for the quote unquote slow yeah. time in sports radio as we break down our top five quarterbacks. Um, here's the problem though. Cam Jordan clarified his comments on Twitter Thursday saying, oh, quote, God. to be honest, I was thinking first ballot, not naive or biased to say that he isn't a hall of famer, but alas. So he already backtracked. You can't oh. do that. You pick a lane and Absolutely. you drive fast. Wait a minute. Right? Wait a minute. So he thinks Eli Manning is a first ballot hall of famer. Clearly Jesus. Yeah. Again, he look. He's he's trying to get into the game. He's trying to get into the game. We're veterans at this game. He's got a little bit of work to do. Don't backtrack. If you say something and you're wrong, don't admit you are wrong. Come back around like I do on weekend overnights and say, "I never said that." You guys are hammered. I never said it. All right. Just st- pick the lane and drive as fast as you can down it. That's all you got to do. Now, I do wonder if the Steelers will care about this. And th- this is one of the things that I have learned working with a few professional athletes here and there, and it it shocks me, to be honest with you, that athletes do use ridiculous things to motivate themselves 
But they do, and I, I, this makes me think of, remember Jeremy Stevens? Yes. Tight end for the Seahawks yes. when they played the Steelers? Yes. He made some offhand comment. I don't even remember what it was. I know. And the Steelers like totally jumped on it and used it <laughs> as motivation, as if the Super Bowl wasn't motivation enough. <laughs> but they did. Player, even, even like Michael Jordan, these players, they get these stupid comments or whatever, and they blow them up in their own minds to like motivate them to play better. I, it doesn't make any sense to me, but it, it really does happen. Uh, now, our... Do you remember um, Bill Belichick and Freddie Mitchell? Um, Fred X, man. Yeah, yeah. Fred, okay, so I like to thank my hands for being so great. Yeah, so um, so I, I guess so. Freddie Mitchell. Well, first of all, Freddie Mitchell was the first guy that did the whole belt wraparound thing that Aaron Rodgers took, or like Aaron Rodgers basically stole that um, uh, that that that. Uh, Discount double check or whatever. Freddie Mitchell was the first guy to do that all from right. the uh, from the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. And you remember he all he did was run his mouth. About, he had one big catch in his whole career, right? And, and he turned that into somehow was it like, into a, like a little that, bit of a career. That was a fourth and twenty something. Fourth and, and twenty. Yeah, and and like Donovan that. McNabb uh, 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 made some uh, some crazy throw in the pocket. Were they playing the Redskins? I want to say, and I believe it was on Monday night. And and he so he made this um, he made this big time. Uh, a huge play, and Freddie Mitchell made that catch. Freddie Mitchell did all this talking, and he had like one catch in the Super Bowl. And Bill Belichick had a comment about it afterwards. I'm thinking about it. Like, what does Bill Belichick care about Freddie Mitchell? Like, wh- like, what does he care? Belichick said this. Now, Belichick would never say this nowadays, but this is like you know, 13, 14 years ago. Belichick said this about Freddie Mitchell. All right, this is again Freddie Mitchell. All right, who had one catch for like seven yards in the game. Quote. All he does is talk. He's terrible, and you can print that. I was happy when he was in the game. End quote. <laughs> like, oh, that was good. Though. Like, like the fact that the fact that this is even something that would rile you up. Like, if you're Ben Roethlisberger, does this get you riled up? Like, oh my, Cam Jordan says I'm not a type top five of my era. Like well, I'm I gonna said, go prove him. You wouldn't think so, but I, and again, I've talked with professional athletes, and they. They admit that they will use anything, even if it's in in reality, they know it's not that big of a deal, but they will do anything they can to find something to motivate them. It's bizarre, but it happens. I mean, it seems to me like uh, there are bigger things to worry. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you're, you're trying, you're hoping you're on the road to the playoffs. The if, catch was fourth, uh, fourth and 26 in a playoff game. Fourth and 20, was it a playoff game? Yeah. Divisional playoff win over oh, the Packers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did. He did another one against the Packers. Yeah, that was the McNabb against the Packers. But I thought there was another one on Monday night that he he made another grab like that. But he basically had two catches. But like it, it's it's to Eddie's point. Like you, it's surprising when these guys need this to use this as motivation. If somebody tells me like the Maller Militia tells me every time I fill in that I suck. I got to be honest with you. Never one time when I prep the next show am I thinking I'll prove them wrong. <laughs> I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less. It's funny. Who cares? It just does. It does nothing for me, man. Like if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you're hoping you're on the road to the playoffs. If you're the New Orleans Sta- Saints, you're definitely on the road to the playoffs. There are bigger things to worry about than whether or not Cam Jordan thinks Big Ben is a top five quarterback of his era. Uh, speaking of on the road to the playoffs. Do you think it's okay to drive stoned? The truth is, your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Stop kidding yourself. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different, drive high, get a DUI. 
Jonas Knox in for Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next here on FSR, this may be the greatest version of an already great NFL team that we've ever seen. I'll explain who that is next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, just tell everybody within your vicinity to shut their damn mouths because Eddie Garcia is here with the latest. Thank you, Jonas. We'll start with, of course, the big news in sports, the big news from the NFL and involves New England Patriots, I guess former New England Patriots wide receiver Josh Gordon. The league announcing on Thursday that he had been returned Turn to the reserve commissioner suspended list indefinitely violating the terms of his conditional reinstatement under the policy and program for substances of abuse. Gordon has been suspended multiple times by the league for violating the substance abuse policies. In the NBA, only two games on the schedule. The Heat beat the Rockets 101-99. More important, though, for Houston than losing the game was losing point guard Chris Paul to a hamstring injury. The uh, oft-injured player is going to be out for a period of time. They're saying indefinitely, but it could be for quite a while. Clippers outscore the Mavericks 125-121. to Danilo Gallinari, 32 points for the Clippers. Top 25 college basketball. We had number two Duke beating number 12 Texas Tech, 69-58. to Zion Williamson, 17 points, 13 rebounds to lead the Blue Devils before he fouled out. Duke now 11-1 on the season. Number 21 Houston, a winner over Utah State, 60-50. to And in college football, it's something called the Gasparilla Bowl. It was Marshall over USF 38-20. South Florida started the year 7-0. They were ranked in the top 25. They then closed out the season with six straight losses. This support brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price. From True Car, now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Jonas, I don't know if you saw this, but believe it or not, Rick Pitino is a head coach again, Damn according straight. to Adrian Wojnarowski. Patino has agreed to coach a Greek team in the Euro League. He's gonna his first game will be next week. Dude, good. Give yeah. it up, man. Hey, man you know really? what? He's got a passion for his his craft, Eddie Garcia. I don't think that you're any, you should judge him for wanting to go coach more. Now, I've never been to Greece. I'm sure it's a lovely place, but. Uh, I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, I, did I tell you? So um, uh, so I do the show with Brady Quinn on Sundays, and um, he sends me a text during the like, – like it was around Halloween, and I was just like, ah, what did you and the uh, the family do for Halloween? And he's like, uh, I went trick-or-treating with Rick Patino. I thought, was he drinking wine? This is not even like a funny joke. I, I didn't even get it. And he said, no, 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 I'm not kidding. Well, what do you mean you went trick-or-treating with Rick Patino? And he said, yeah, he, apparently he was in the neighborhood and he was just there. And I thought, oh, man, that's Rick Patino. And, uh, yeah, he just uh, he kind of walked with us. And his, uh, I guess his grandkids or whoever were there. And they went walking around the neighborhood in Florida just going trick-or-treating. And, I was, and the first thing I could ask him was, all right, what, what, did, he, what did he go dressed as? You know, what was Rick Patino? Because oh, there's boy. not – well, there's not a lot of options. So I immediately – my first guess was Count Chocula. I got to be Count Chocula. It's got to be a vampire of some sorts or something with the dark features and the dark hair. Uh, but I was unable to find out uh, what the costume was. That's very good. Yeah, you would make a great Count Chocula. Yeah, I'm telling you, Count Chocula. That was the first thing I thought of. Count Chocula uh, for Rick Patino. Uh, now, Eddie, do you know um, on this Rick Patino topic, uh, will he be at uh, Italian restaurants after hours in Greece? Or is that just the thing he does in Kentucky? I uh, I wouldn't be surprised. He loves Italian restaurants. He does. I mean, but he had no idea that the uh, hookers uh, were going from room to room there at Louisville. Had no does idea. He, does he think this is somehow going to repair his I image know. to I don't get know. back into? 
you know, I was I was talking with uh, our colleague, the lovely Deb Carson, uh, yes. uh, before she she uh, does the update shift before me. Or sorry, the report shift, whatever it's called now. <laughs> I can't say updates anymore. Uh, and you and can't? and she was saying that uh, you know, can you believe Rick Pitino got a job? And I'm like, well, as, as you all know, because she's a Baylor grad. If uh, Dave Bliss can get a job, which he did at a uh, at a Christian college like in Oklahoma, you know the guy who framed one of his players yes. for murder. Yes. If that guy can get a job, anyone can get a job. So uh, I'm telling you, if uh, being a coach, like if you're a coach in the NFL, that I think that might be the greatest gig of all time, because as long as you don't burn that many bridges, you're going to have a job for the rest of your life. How many former coaches get like a one-and-done spot as a head coach and end up falling into still a million-dollar-a-year position as an assistant somewhere? As long as the right connections and relationships, if you're if you're connected enough, you're always going to have a job. Anywhere you go. Brian Schottenheimer is the offensive coordinator with the Seattle Seahawks. Why? I, I, honest to God, why, I, I don't understand. What what did he do? Did I what did I I must have missed something that he did with the Jets, but good for him. He's always going to have work. I mean, his dad was a legend. His dad was a very successful head coach, but he's always going to have work. Uh, Cam Cameron went 1 in 15 with the Miami Dolphins, right? 1 in 50. In fact, the only win they got as a, as Cam Cameron as their head coach was an overtime win and I remember it. It was a quick slant in overtime. It was the old overtime rules to Greg Camarillo, who was the wide receiver with the Dolphins. I remember that play specifically because I was watching it. Cam Cameron was fired. It was a disgraceful performance as an NFL head coach. And what was his next next gig? Offensive coordinator at LSU. <laughs> like, one of the top programs in the country, and he got to go be the offensive coordinator. Like, it's just, uh, being a football coach, being a coach, if you have the right connections, you're always going to have work. It's, man, it's a great profession. Good for them. Uh, all right, uh, Jonas Knox uh, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. In for Ben Maller. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, coming up in about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we have a major injury update in the NFL. All right, somebody that you really, really enjoy is injured. All right. Find out who that is 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. So uh, I was talking about this earlier. So Josh Gordon is done with the Patriots. And uh, so everybody assumes that the Patriots are done. And that's just a massive overreaction. It's all crap. All of it is crap. Uh, Josh Gordon had 40 catches all year. He's like he's close to 80th in the league in receptions. And we're supposed to pretend like that's the reason the Patriots aren't going to make a Super Bowl run. It's bogus. It's BS. It's all crap. All of it is crap. But that's where people want to take this narrative. And my whole point is, man, the Patriots' season was doomed when they lost that game to Miami on that fluke play towards the end of the game. Because had they won that game, and even if they lost to Pittsburgh, they're just a game behind the Kansas City Chiefs. They own the tiebreaker. They've got the Bills and the Jets at home coming up uh, the week 16 and 17. And the Chiefs have got to go to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. So to me, like that's where the season was lost because the Patriots needed home field to make a legitimate Super Bowl run. It's been the recipe for their success this whole time. They needed it. But here's the thing about where the Patriots are at now, and this is why I think this gets really fun. I like situational achievements, all right? Putting yourself in a tough spot, 
uh, see if you can survive. I've always been like that. I'll put myself in just terrible situations. Um, you know, uh, try a new workout or uh, try and fast for a certain amount of time and then work out or just, it's just, I'm one of the, I just like to challenge myself and put myself in bad spots. I'll work a double, a triple, whatever. Like it doesn't matter. I just want to see if I can do it. I want to test the limits. I want to test myself. I have not been more interested to see the Patriots play all year than I am now. Because now Tom Brady and Bill Belichick have their backs against the wall. And I think that's going to be really, really fun to watch because Brady's getting criticism. He's getting old, can't do what he used to. He's a shell of himself, uh, making poor decisions, uh, uh, looked, uh, uh, looked at over, overmatched at times. And now he doesn't have Josh Gordon. Tom Brady's got no chance. Brady's a motivated guy. He's always been a motivated guy. He is going to try and come out and drop double middle fingers and say bleep you to everybody who says he can't get it done anymore. All right? Motivated Tom Brady, I'm interested. Bill Belichick is getting criticism. And Bill Belichick is getting criticism because he brought Josh Gordon in. You knew the risks. Why would you do this? Another poor decision. What's Belichick doing? Uh, He's clearly lost it. Uh, He's not what he used to be. Belichick's going to make it a point to prove everybody that he was right, just like he was right with Malcolm Butler when he didn't play him in the Super Bowl, and nobody could figure out why he didn't play him. And then Malcolm Butler got this big $60 million contract with the Tennessee Titans, and he's been a vomit bomb ever since he got to Tennessee. So now you got motivated Brady and motivated Belichick. And to me, that's a lot of fun. And by the way, this is not a Patriots failure. All right, Josh Gordon being a pothead isn't a Patriots failure. It's not a Bill Belichick failure. This is a Josh Gordon failure. All right, he had an opportunity. He was given another opportunity and then another one. And then he got this opportunity and he blew them all. Loser. That's not Belichick's fault. It's not the Patriots' fault. It's not Brady's fault. That's Josh Gordon's fault. And to a certain extent, it's an NFL failure. Because for some reason, the NFL gets really worked up when guys smoke weed when they're not playing. I don't think it's a big deal. I've never smoked weed in my life. Uh, I've never even uh, smoked a cigarette, never taken a pain pill. It's not my, my thing. you been neighbor in a wheelchair. <laughs> it's, not, me weed. It's, not my, it's not my thing. So I, I'm not into it. But if somebody, if an NFL player wants to smoke weed after a game, who cares, man? Who cares? But... These are the rules. This is the way the NFL has it. You either really want to play or you really want to smoke pot. And the way it stands right now, Josh Gordon just really wants to smoke pot. But this is not a knock on the Patriots. This is not a, a, all the Patriots knew what they were getting into. You're taking a risk, of course. There's risk involved with it. And if it works out, it works out. If not, okay, you go on, you move your separate ways. But let's not pretend a guy who's got nine catches in December is all of a sudden uh, the reason the Patriots are going to go to a Super Bowl. And now that he's not there, it's the reason they're not going to win a Super Bowl. Come on, man. You're going to get a motivated Brady and a motivated Belichick the last two weeks of the season. I'm into it. Uh, Jonas Knox in for Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. We will be doing uh, Ask Asshat or Ask Ass Clown. Coming up next hour here on Fox Sports Radio, you've got to hashtag it, Ask Asshat, or hashtag Ask Ass Clown. 
And you can ask anybody on the show a question as we do that uh, coming up in about uh, 45 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, though, um, this is a devastating injury in the NFL to somebody that you like. Find out who we're talking about next here on Fox Sports Radio. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Jonas Knox. Thanks, Edmund. So we have a, uh, a devastating injury. Because I think this is, uh, and it's a weird thing. So Hard Knocks has this odd dynamic to it. You know, the HBO reality show, they, they preview a team before every year. Usually it's a, a bad team trying to trying to get back on the winning track. And so, you know, we love the access, but sometimes uh, someone always comes off and is always portrayed in the wrong way on Hard Knocks. Like, remember when J.J. Watt was practicing by himself after practice it was just such a blowhard move and he was obnoxious and it, it was so over the top and, and and because of that there were a lot of people who were just sick of him they said he's a cheese ball this is ridiculous why is he what is he doing uh this is so scripted what's happening here uh joe philbin got, got a lot of people mocked joe philbin his coaching style back when he had the uh uh, the Dolphins were on hard knocks. Uh, Ryan Mallett was a quarterback on the Texans, and he overslept one day, and he just looked like a pothead when he walked in uh, at training camp. Uh, Hugh Jackson got a lot of knocks because he looked like a guy who was very power-hungry and wanted to establish that he's the guy in charge on getting on Baker Mayfield. But you know who, who may go down as the only hard knocks character that everybody actually liked. Eddie Garcia, can you guess who the only Hard Knocks character that everybody actually liked recently when the Browns were the feature on Hard Knocks? Do you know uh, what I'm I don't remember about? his name, but that big, fat offensive line coach, oh. was it? Oh, you mean Bob Wiley? You mean this guy? Yeah. Stretch is way overrated. Did you know World War One, World War Two? all those guys that fought in that war, right? They did push-ups. Jumping jacks, sit up, climb the rope, and ran. But none of this fancy Okay? Right? And they won two world wars. Two world wars by doing jumping jacks, push-ups, and sit-ups. Two world wars. You think they were worried when they're running across Normandy about f***ing stretching? Are you kidding me? Huh? Well, let me see. Give me my rubber band so I can stretch to run across that f***ing beat. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> okay, so the reason I bring up Bob Wiley is because the Browns have a revenge game against the Bengals this Sunday, you know, against uh, Hugh Jackson, their former head coach, who uh, Baker Mayfield doesn't like, Hugh Jackson, who made the rounds to try and tell everybody that he had nothing to do with the offense that was struggling the past two years. And Bob Wiley, that guy, the hut-hut guy with the big gut, he broke his ankle in practice on Thursday. It's got to be the most devastating injury of the entire NFL season. Bob Wiley, the guy, Eddie Garcia, broke his ankle in practice on Thursday. How did he do that, Jonas? I, I have no idea. I don't know. Like, well, what, those what, ankles were uh, I mean, <laughs> come on, Eddie. Screaming. Come on. Come on. Forgot to stretch. I, come on. <laughs> He's not a, he's not a racehorse. They're not going to cover him up with uh with a tent and then somebody brings out a, an elephant gun under the track. Come on. 
You know, he's uh, he's Bob Wiley. He's the Two guy, holes. man. Yeah, but he's uh, he broke his ankle at practice. I don't know if, yeah. he, if he fell off the sled. Imagine like the EMTs coming out to there and oh come on, we got to like, get him on the uh, in the ambulance. Man. Jesus, but didn't he drive, help? Didn't he drive like a really nice car? Though? He did. Yeah, yeah, they had yeah. a really really sweet ride. Um, but uh, yeah, Bob Wiley broke an ankle. They're not sure if he's going to be able to be on the sidelines get for well the soon, uh, Cleveland Browns. Uh, that's a devastating injury, Eddie Garcia. Everybody's focusing on Josh Gordon's recovery. F that. What about Bob Wiley? rally around yeah, a guy will here. he be in the booth uh coaching i don't know yeah. i don't know what's gonna happen um but uh have you seen the video of bob wiley dressed as santa claus when he has the uh, guys as reindeer hitting the the tackling sled um, the answer to that is no but i have seen the photo tweeted only a few hours ago of ben maller in a santa claus suit. oh i did see that yeah i did see that <laughs> Inter- any uh, did, did you know he does play santa uh every year well, he's not doing it next hour, I'll tell you that. No, this it, guy's a terrorist. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. You know, somebody's got to take the heat. Somebody's got to get uh, the wrath of an NFL franchise. It's just the way it's got to be, man. You know, you know, it's not a nice thing to preview. It's not a nice thing to discuss, but it's just going to happen. Uh, and we'll tell you who that is coming up here momentarily here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox in for Ben Maller. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on every one of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates all across the country. We appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I usually am on Friday into Saturday, and then also Saturday into Sunday in this same time slot. Uh, so if, you, if you're not recognizing uh, the voice and you're wondering who the hell is this J-Off uh, who's on the air when Ben Maller is not, I do this time slot on the weekends, right? So uh, most most of the time you guys are listening to this, you are uh, probably out socializing and getting hammered uh, while we are in the, uh, the coal mines of Sports Talk Radio doing weekend overnights, keeping the station afloat. All right, so it's a uh, a rare weeknight edition of the show here on Fox Sports Radio. But the big news around the NFL, the news that had been circulating around the league, started off real early on Thursday morning, Josh Gordon announcing he was stepping away. Then the rumors came out. The reports say Josh Gordon is uh, going to be busted again, violating uh, the substance abuse policy. However you feel about it, if you think he should be allowed to smoke pot, who knows? If it was pot, booze, whatever, he violated it. That's just, I mean, there's there's nothing more you can say about it. He violated it. He's gone. Done deal. You could panic if you want, but it's just, it's it's what the rules are. I don't make them. It's just what the rules are. Uh, there's been some discussions that they're going to try and uh, get rid of the rule that players can be allowed to smoke marijuana. There are some people that feel like marijuana uh, has a lot of benefits to it. I have no idea. I'm not a doctor, and I don't smoke pot. So whatever. These are the rules. Josh Gordon couldn't play by the rules. He got popped. He's done. The Patriots move on. Right? That's the way it goes. But it feels like we're in the same situation we were in a year ago. Same situation. You remember a year ago, the uh, New England Patriots, uh, there was this article that came out, Seth Wickersham of ESPN, like right around this time, Seth Wickersham of ESPN 
comes out with this like seven page manifesto about the New England Patriots and how they're struggling and the Patriots are uh, the demise and they're not getting along and Jimmy Garoppolo and Brady don't like each other and Brady's really competitive and Tom Brady wanted uh, a Jimmy Garoppolo traded and blah, 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 like all that. Like, you know, and, and look, part of that was true, but a lot of it was just sort of filling in the blanks. Um, not that the reporting wasn't good, but a lot of there was, there was a lot of opinion to it and there were people that were speaking who weren't willing to speak openly. And so I remember people talking about it at the time. Man, the end is near for the New England Patriots. The, it is over with. The Patriots, the franchise, the demise is now. Bye-bye. Dissension in the ranks. Belichick and Brady not getting along. And then what happened? They went on to win every single game after that outside of the Super Bowl, a game that they probably should have won too. They were fine. Right? Wasn't that big of a deal. They got past it. They spoke. They talked. Seemed to be getting along better now. You remember uh, 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 Bill Belichick? Who knows if he wants to stick around? Well, he's back. Tom Brady, does he want to deal with this anymore? Well, he's back. Rob Gronkowski, is he going to retire? No, he's back. Like, we've seen this before. We did this a year ago. The demise of the Patriots. And so when everybody jumps on board and everybody just assumes that this is it, now they've got a guy who uh, who they couldn't couldn't rely on. That's how desperate they are at receiver. That they brought in a guy with substance abuse issues, and the guy couldn't stay clean. Not even New England could save this guy. They're losing their charm. They're losing their touch. We've heard all this before. We've heard it all. But here's where the, I think this gets kind of interesting. So, um, you ever left your house pissed off, and then right as you leave your house, and it could be for any reason. Uh, you're running late, couldn't find something, fight with the uh, with the missus, uh, uh, your kids are pissing you off, like whatever. You, you leave the house and you're pissed off. And you get in your car and you get stuck behind a slow driver. That's the worst. Because all you want to do is get on the road, step on the gas pedal, and just take out your aggression. You just want to drive fast and you want to be pissed off and you want to be mean for about a minute and a half. And you get stuck behind a slow driver. That's the worst absolute worst they've done nothing wrong they're going the speed limit probably a really good person just out and about enjoying their morning got no issues whatsoever they've done nothing wrong they don't have an issue whatsoever but because you left the house pissed off you take it out on them so you do the whole move to where you drive up by them uh, on the side of them real fast when that lane opens up to the left or the right and you got to look and see who's in the car you know, you got to you got to see who's the a-hole who dared drive the speed limit and not and not faster than that because you had a bad morning in the house. Like you got to take it out on somebody. It's just the way it is. It it doesn't make us bad people. It's just how we are. We take out whatever's going on previously on the next person who shows up. Whatever's going on. That driver is the Bills and the Jets the next 2 weeks. Right. The Bills and Jets the next two weeks are that driver who just was minding their own business and had no idea what had happened previously, and the Patriots are stuck behind them, and they're going to make an example of them. That's the Bills and the Jets the next two, se- next two weeks. Just think about everything that's happened with the New England Patriots in the last two weeks. The loss to the Dolphins. What the hell was that? 
I mean, what was it? What like Rob Gronkowski's out there, uh, in, in near the goal line in case there's a hail mary. Kenyon Drake, who scored the eventual touchdown, the next day said, "Yeah, we had no idea why Gronk was out there. Ryan Tannehill's got a shoulder issue; he can't throw it that far. Like, it didn't make any sense. What are you doing, man? Why is Gronk out there? So you have a total meltdown of Miami, whether it was on Belichick or whoever. Just a terrible, terrible end to an NFL game for the New England Patriots. So you lose that. You're pissed off." You're embarrassed. It's a bad loss. An opportunity to gain some ground. An opportunity to really make a move in the AFC playoff standings. And instead, you lose to an inferior team in Miami on a flute play that could have been avoided had you just realized, oh, that's right, that quarterback can't throw the ball that far. So you lose that. Then you go to Pittsburgh. You're a favorite heading into the game. You feel like you've got the game kind of in control. And then when it gets down to it, Tom Brady makes an egregious throw towards the sideline. Something he shouldn't have done. Everybody's calling it, uh, oh, Tom Brady threw into double coverage. Why would he throw it there? That's not what happened. Tom Brady was trying to throw the ball out of bounds, and he couldn't get it there, which is even more of an issue. So, yeah, that happened. And you lose to the Steelers a team that you've had a lot of success against and an opportunity. So now you've lost back-to-back games in December for the first time in like 15, 16 years. You're pissed off. And then a few days later, the receiver you took a chance on gets popped for violating the substance abuse policy for like the 38th time in his career. You're out of a wide receiver And now everybody around the league and people covering the team are telling you that's the reason you're not going to make another Super Bowl run. Just think about the last two weeks for the New England Patriots and then say a prayer for the Bills and Jets who are going to be on the road when the Patriots finally get out of the house already in a pissed off mood. Like, they're screwed. If you're a fan of the Patriots and you want to go see the Patriots win a game, the next two games at Gillette are the games you go to. Like the Patriots, I think, were a 13-point favorite against the Bills this upcoming week. Josh Gordon got suspended off the team, and the spread grew by half a point. What does that tell you? That the people that make the betting lines, the people in Vegas were like, oh, boy. This is a bad spot for the Buffalo Bills. This is not the Patriots team you want to deal with. I mean, I like it's going to get really, really bad. So, look, they still have an opportunity. They can't I, – I don't think they're going to win home, get home field advantage because I think the Chiefs are going to win one of their final two. But they still are in the in contention to get a first-round buy. If you can get a first-round buy, it's going to be pay huge dividends to the New England Patriots. But regardless, you're still going to probably have to go to Arrowhead to face the Chiefs in the AFC title game, and I just don't see them winning that game. But for the next two weeks, the Bills and Jets, you are victims and nothing more. The Patriots are pissed. It's been a rough two weeks for the team, for the organization, for the optics of the team. We saw it happen a year ago. It's kind of happening again. And I think the same thing that happened a year ago is going to happen in week 16 and 17, and the Bills and Jets are going to get a beating. Jonas Knox in for Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Edmund effing 
Dallas Garcia is your national update anchor here at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, damn glad to be here. When is the uh, when is the uh, ask ass hat slash ask ass clown segment going to be uh, coming up here? Yeah. Um. So we uh, made a mistake earlier. If you're just tuning into the show, we made a mistake earlier because I threw out lame jokes of the week because I thought that's what you guys did here. Um. And then we realized that Ben is in control of that. And because Ben Maller is not here, we've got to switch over to something else. So we decided, oh, let's go with the Ask Asshat. Okay, it's a segment we did where you can ask anybody a question on the crew, uh, a question on the show. Uh, it's normally called Ask Ben, but we were calling it Ask Asshat because that's what somebody tweeted at me. And then we remembered a uh, short time later that it was not Ask Asshat, it was Ask Ask Clowns. So there's a lot of ass going around on the show, Eddie. And I asked Justin Cooper, when do you want to do this ass on the show? <laughs> and Justin Cooper said, well, we could do, uh, it just depends on if we get enough questions. And I'm hearing reports that we do have a lot of questions oh, coming in. Thank goodness. Yeah. Uh, some have been uh, leaked over to me on Twitter. And uh, <laughs> very, uh, very odd. Uh, would you like a preview as to what I have gotten so far? Oh, a little taste. Yeah, yeah. a little, little taste. All right. Do you do squats to keep your cute little butt firm? Who who's that? Nobody uh, asked that. Who's that, who's that, that addressed? That's to? a uh, that's a little taste. Uh that's uh uh some guy by the name of Jeep Guy on uh I assume that's for you. Yeah. Or or Coop. I don't know. I think there's uh there's several people uh listed in this. Uh no, actually the whole crew. Yeah, the whole crew. So maybe it's Roberto. Yeah, I do squats. All right, they're good. At least you answered it. What about you, Eddie? How do you keep your uh, glutes so firm? It's just natural. Okay, <laughs> it's that. It's that uh, God given. It's that Hawaiian <laughs> slash Latino slash Tuscaloosa blood, Eddie Garcia. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Garcia has got the most amazing family background. Can you just quickly describe why you are connected to Mexico, Hawaii, and Alabama? Uh, Mom is from Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, dad is from Texas through Mexico and uh, I was born in Hawaii. (laughs) I mean, like you could literally talk (laughs) Hawaii football, La Liga soccer and Alabama football. Like nobody represents more food groups and sports than Eddie Garcia. That's how I got the job. Damn straight. Why is it? How's that race? It's Hawaiian. It's uh, it's it's Alabama. It's it's Mexico. I have a lot of those ties. I think that's why we get along so well. I've been to Alabama. All right. I've I've covered uh, a a bowl game in Alabama, the Papa John's Bowl years ago between wow. South Carolina the and Connecticut. Grand, the granddaddy of them all. Yeah, the Papa John's Bowl. Um, uh, you will not be seeing a Papa John's Bowl, I don't think, anytime soon with the way uh, that relationship deteriorated between him and uh, uh, football. Uh, but I did the Papa John's Bowl and then went to Dreamland Barbecue in uh, in Birmingham. There's also one in Tuscaloosa. Have you ever had it before, Eddie? No, I have not. Yeah, Dreamland Barbecue is like a big uh, – it, it's supposed to be legendary out there. Um, they knew that I was not from the area when I asked uh, if they had tri-tip sandwiches. And then I came to find out the tri-tip is only an L.A. thing. So they thought I was the biggest douchebag that had walked in the building. And, of course, they were right. Yeah, they are. 100% spot on. Um, so uh, I covered a bowl game there. Uh, my girlfriend is Mexican. All right. So uh, so I'm tied, uh, tied in there. And there's a Mexican. Yeah. And I'm a frequent guest on Fox Sports uh, 990 
and uh, and also uh, with Rick Hamada in Hawaii, a Honolulu sports uh, uh, talk radio legend. I was just on the show with him and Scotty B earlier this week, Eddie. You and me, babe, so much in common. Yeah, it's like we're brothers. Hey, you be Siegfried, I'll be Roy. Which one's the one that got like eaten by the tiger? I don't know, but no. Coop will be the Siegfried. tiger. Siegfried. Siegfried is? I, I I think so. All right, let's go live to our Siegfried and Roy, who got their uh, <laughs> neck ripped off insider, Justin Cooper, for the latest. Uh, Coop, who was the member of Siegfried and Roy who went from Vegas Act to a Pez dispenser with one swipe of a claw by <laughs> a tiger? I believe it was Siegfried. Let me, let me, I'm double checking that right now. Well, if it's not Siegfried, it's got to be Roy. There's not a third <laughs> one in, in the bunch. So <laughs> if it's not, if you're wrong, it's just Roy. I mean that was uh how long ago was that by the way? Did he live? He did live, yeah. Wow. What a what a what a true warrior. You know, when I this think, guy's a terrorist? Oh, that's enough. No, he's not. <laughs> that's enough, Mike. Jesus. Uh we are awaiting word. Uh, uh how do they not how is this not like I'm a, like, yeah, a, isn't that in the first line of the bio? I mean yeah, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. You would think that that'd be like the first thing on the Wikipedia page, but yeah. it's it's not. Oh, here we go. What is oh, it? Oh, it was it was Roy. I was oh, wrong. Okay, but what a bummer. Yeah, fifty percent shot heads or tails and uh <laughs> and Coop cho- Coop chose neither. Uh so it was Roy who got his uh and yeah, he got it like his Adam's apple ripped out, didn't he? Something like that. Wow. It wasn't good. Yeah. I was uh, disappointed, though, that I, I don't know. I never saw any, like, uh, video from that. It was because it was horrible, 2000. Horrible. It really bad. Wasn't it in his house? I mean, it wasn't like no, it, was it was at during a show. A, yeah, it was it during was? a show. Yeah. Eddie, oh. you think he brings a tiger home with him? Yes. Those those animals are like their pets. <laughs> that, no, that's true. That is true. But I'm pretty sure it was during a show. Wow. Interesting. By the way, if you uh, had money, if you were in Vegas right now and you placed a wager as to uh, if this segment would start with the Patriots and end with Roy losing his throat uh, by a tiger, you are a winner. Uh, That is how you run the gamut here on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. So Jonas, I'm now interested in this. Jonas was right. It was it was he was bitten in the neck. It says on October 3rd, 2003, during a show at the Mirage, Roy Horn was bitten on the neck and dragged by a seven year old male white tiger named Montecor. Yeah. Wait a minute. His last name is Horn. Roy Horn? <laughs> yes. I did not see that coming. <laughs> what what would what would it, what would you guess his last name was? Firestone? Uh, von Gutenberg or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Roy Horn. Racist. Oh come on, why is that racist? All right. Uh, all right, so Jonas Docks in for Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. We'll be playing Ask Ass Hat or Ask Ass Clown. Here on the show, it is your opportunity to ask anybody anything here on the Ben Maller Show, and we'll do that next here on Fox Sports Radio. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive. The shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the micro-blogging website and follow the man in for Ben Maller. That's Jonas Knox. He is at the Jonas Knox. And you can tweet that and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites on the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. Yeah, lots of Mexicans wearing Raider jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> and now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Jonas Knox. Uh, that's not racist? Jesus. Yeah, 
Uh, thanks, Eddie. Uh, by the way, Eddie, uh, we were playing the Bob Wiley uh, uh, Cleveland Browns. We will be getting to uh, Ask Ass Hat or Ask Ass Clown coming up here uh, momentarily here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, but we were playing the Bob Wiley of the Cleveland Browns uh, talking about stretching. And the reason we brought it up is Bob Wiley, the Browns offensive line coach, broke his ankle in practice on Thursday and his status for Sunday's game against the Cincinnati Bengals is up in the air. And so um, we, you know, we're playing a little bit of Bob Wiley, the offense, and, you know, remember him from hard knocks and all that. Would you, where would you stack up amongst the great reality TV coaching rants, Bob Wiley's compared to Bruce Boudreaux of the Washington Capitals years ago? Because Bruce Boudreaux has got to be still at the top of the list. Uh, I mean, well, if you people who probably didn't see it, uh, Bruce Boudreaux, he had a lot of f bombs. Yes, in his in his rant, so many that I don't know if we can play it because it is. And I remember we used to have it in the system, but it is f bomb after f bomb after f bomb. Uh, you don't gotta want it; you just want it. You just gotta play harder. And Bruce Boudreaux dropped a a, a mirage. I, I just it flooded. F-bomb, 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 F-bomb in this rant. And so I'm trying to think, like, what are the great coaching rants from reality TV? Because that was a reality TV show, right? That was a, Yeah, that was uh, 24-7, yeah, Penguins Road Capitals. to the Winter Classic. Yes. <clears throat> they still do the uh, Winter Classic, by the way? Yes, they do. Well, who's it this year? I, sh- I should know, and I don't. Is it at Wrigley? No, I think it's at... Uh... Oh, boy. Uh, is it Notre Dame Stadium? Oh, that's right. Yeah, it is Notre Dame. Blackhawks and somebody. Probably yeah. Penguins. I don't okay, know. Okay, yeah. It's um uh no, it's Notre Dame Stadium, and I knew this as well too. Um, let me see, who is it? Uh Blackhawks Bruins. Yeah, Bruins, Blackhawks, uh um or no, they're saying No, uh no, that's it. Are you sure? Bru- Bruins at Bruins Blackhawks, Notre Dame Stadium. Okay. New Year's Day, one Eastern time on NBC. Have you been to one of those? Winter Classic, no. I've been to a couple of different of the outdoor games. They call them Stadium Series. Uh, one in uh, Santa Clara and one here in Los Angeles. How was it? Stadium. It was cool. Yeah. That was very cool. Uh, by the way, somebody is upset with me on uh, Twitter. That's hard to believe. Uh, because I said that uh, La Liga, I, I brought up, I said- Is that- I, That's got, Italy. Oh, yeah, that's, that? yeah, yeah, that's Spain. Uh, yeah, some guy said, uh, yeah, by the way, La Liga is in Spain, not Mexico. Idiot. The big, big difference. Racist. Racist. Hey, I got got news for you. I got news for you. Who cares? Who cares about La Liga? All right, you know what? La Liga should pay me for even bringing them into a national sports show. All right? They got mentioned before the WNBA. That'll be the last time that happens again. And take that back to La Liga. Couldn't care less. All right. uh, It is time for uh, So how do we do Coop, explain to me how this is done. Um, uh, So ask ass hat, ask ass clown. So uh, we throw out the question in the hashtag, and then we're reading these after uh, Eddie's national update, or or how are we doing this? I I read them. So are you going to start now, or should we wait? Should we go to Eddie? We should go to Eddie. All right, so here we go. So we're going to do ask ass hat or ask ass clown, your chance to ask the crew anything you want. Send those in now. And should, should they send them just to you, Coop? Just use the hashtag. I'll see it. Okay, so just use the hashtag AskAskClown or hashtag AskAsshat. Your chance to learn a little bit more about the crew you hear every single night here on Fox Sports Radio. That's coming up next. But for all the latest, it is Eddie Garcia. 
And, of course, the big story from Thursday in the NFL, the league announcing that New England Patriots wide receiver Josh Gordon has been returned to the reserve commissioner's suspended list indefinitely for violating the terms of his conditional reinstatement under the policy and program for substance of abuse. Gordon has been suspended multiple times by the league for violating the substance abuse policies. In the NBA, we had two games last night. Heat over the Rockets, 101-99. Houston loses the game and Chris Paul due to a hamstring injury, and they say he's out indefinitely. Clippers outscore the Mavericks 125-121. Top 25 college basketball, number two Duke beat number 12 Texas Tech 69-58. Blue Devils are 11-1. Zion Williamson led him with 17 points and 13 rebounds. Number 21 Houston beat Utah State 60-50. And in college football in the Gasparilla Bowl, it was Marshall over South Florida 38-20. Quite a year for USF. They started the year 7-0, ranked in the top 25. They then went on to lose their next six games, including that bowl game last night. By the way, that was a home game for them as they played there in Tampa. This report brought to you by True Car Online Car Shopping. Can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some uh, notes from Major League Baseball. The Colorado Rockies agree on a two-year, $24 million deal with infielder Daniel Murphy. St. Louis Cardinals are closing in on a deal with relief pitcher Andrew Miller. Nationals agree on a two-year, $19 million deal with pitcher Anibal Sanchez. And the Angels have signed pitcher Trevor Cahill one year and $9 million. Who? There it is, Trevor baby. Trevor Cahill, baby. Damn Never straight. Heard of him. <sighs> I've heard of him. Big but, time. Know. Big time at uh, Angel Stadium. That's got those two big giant batting helmets out in front of the place. Otani! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> God. All right. Uh, we're coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Jonas Knox in for Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. Normally, you do Ask Ben where you can ask Ben anything. This time, it's Ask Asshat or Ask Ask Clown. You can ask myself or any member of the crew any question you want. Justin Cooper, is there imaging for this? How do we toss to it? Is there a bed of music? All right, this works. So circus music it is. I can already guess where this segment is going to go, <laughs> and it's going to go uh, down in flames. Uh, but let's get it started. Uh, Justin Cooper, take it away. Well, we're going to start off with uh, some some easy ones for you, Jonas. Uh, some batting practice here. Uh, this question is from MGM John, and he wants to know, how long have you worked for FSR? Um, Eight, nine years, I want to say. Yeah, it's been a little while. Not as much, not as many as Eddie. Eddie's been here uh, since Abe Lincoln's quinceanera. Hmm. Thought we weren't doing lame jokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two things I never thought I would hear together: Racist. Abe Lincoln and quinceanera. <laughs> Come on, Eddie. I honestly never in my life thought I would hear those two together. Uh, Eddie, how long have you been here? Fifteen. 16? Uh, you lose track, Jonas. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I was a year after they started the network. Wow. So, oh, so, one. So, Ben and I have, are the two longest tenured on-air people here at the network. Yeah, but Ben always throws in the caveat. Well, yeah. he started from day one. Yes. But he had the uh, yes. forced vacation. So, yeah. we're, we're about even. All right. But, yeah, for me, eight, I believe uh, eight, nine years now, something like that. Alrighty, uh, just Josh wants to know: Do you and Brandon Marshall exchange Christmas cards? Listen, we had a little bit of a, uh, a back and forth at the Super Bowl a couple of years ago uh, because I caught him in a lie. Uh, he tried to say when he was a member of the Bears that he didn't call for people's jobs. I remember the quote specifically. 
Uh, and so he made fun of me, said I had too much gel in my hair, which was that was a leather lie. I should have called him out on that. It was leave-in conditioner. It was not gel. Uh, and so, yeah, we had, a, but he was fine afterwards. And uh, I was like, oh, man, I thought you guys were going to fight. First of all, he beat the bleep out of me. Brandon Marshall is a monster. He's 6'4 and yoked. All right. I would have no shot in that fight. Um, uh, he's got two inches on me and he's taller. Listen to this guy, Eddie. <laughs> Jonas went to the Super Bowl. You sure? I went to two Super Bowls. Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah, how about that, Coop? And that was the Broncos Super Bowl, by the way. Broncos uh, Panthers. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. The good the good Broncos Super yes. Bowl. All right. <laughs> let's there were so many non-good ones. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on to the next question. This is from Ernie. This is for the whole crew. Who was your first celebrity crush, and at what age were you? Oh, Jesus. Wow. Um, who first celebrity crush? Wow, man! I gosh, I wanna, I I wanna say Janet Jackson for some reason. <laughs> Honest to God, I wanna say maybe it was. There's somebody I'm not thinking about that was a celebrity crush when I was a kid. My first, there's somebody I'm not thinking about, and and it's gonna bother me. But Selena. I, no, <laughs> I mean, what are you, what are you getting at here? Okay, it can't be, a, it can't be a, a, a white girl coop. I mean, why do you have to be such a racist? Oh, come on, <laughs> what a ra- okay, Justin Cooper's a racist. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I can't, I, I can't. Eddie, what about you? What was yours? Man, um, trying to think of like TV shows I watched when I was a kid. Um. Oh, I might be getting her name wrong. Was it Erin Gray? Does that sound right? Anyone? Erin Gray. Was she the Silver Spoons? She was like the girlfriend or something. Uh, I'm not she was sure. also on like Buck Rogers. I'm I'm pretty old, so yeah. But yeah, that's correct. Erin Gray, oh, Buck yeah. Rogers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember Miss Elizabeth, Randy, uh, Randy oh, Macho yeah. Man yeah, Savage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, was yeah. one for me. Yeah, Miss Elizabeth. Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Okay, okay, Eddie. Okay. All right. Cooper Proof. Yeah. Oh, Aaron Gray. All right, we can two can play this game. All right, I will. Uh, I will Google it up here on. Uh, uh, Roberto, how about yourself? Mine is easy. Linda Carter, Wonder oh. Woman. Yeah, that was. A, that was oh pretty good. man. Uh, Aaron Gray, huh? Hi, Eddie. Huh. Look at the look at the, f- the old picture. Like not, not her like recent photos. Okay. <laughs> hey, listen, you know, uh, different strokes for different folks. Linda Carter uh, in that Wonder Woman suit. Oh man. That's fine. All right, so mine. I like that pick, Roberto. Thank you, Eddie. I've got one. Uh, I've got. I've got two. Right. So the first <laughs> one. Why, first of all, why are you out of breath? Yeah, okay. I know. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing back there? I, what, no, it was an. It was an exasper. It was an exasperated sigh because I, I didn't. I didn't know. Are you the charger going. security guard uh, shuffling <laughs> your change? <laughs> so the first one I'll have to say is probably Winnie Cooper from the Wonder Years. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. there. That's a good one. And then uh, second. She was kind of young, though. I mean, well, I, but I, see, I was a I yeah. was a child, and she was a teenager. <laughs> so it's not, okay. Yeah, so that's that's why I said I have two because okay, the other right. the uh, the second one was like was a woman, yeah. Alicia Silverstone. When she, she was, she was a woman. A woman? She was, she was yeah. young too. Was she? Young too. I mean, she was probably in her twenties when okay. she was in Batman and Robin. Or I mean, okay. What, anyway, wasn't yeah, it, was Batman Robin. Wasn't Alicia Silverstone? Was or is that who was the one that don't tell mom the babysitter's dead? Or is that Christina oh, Applegate? Applegate. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. who it was. Get those mixed up. All Racist. right. Moving on to the next question. <laughs> All right. 
This one is for Eddie, actually. This oh. is a good question. I'm surprised this has, hasn't been asked before. A good question has been asked? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is wow. from Eek. Wow. Has... Eddie, have you ever skated outside on natural ice? Ooh, yeah, come on, Eddie, you poser. Uh, <laughs> I have I have never skated on an, on a god created pond. No, but I have skated outside at Dodgers Stadium, and I skated on a battleship. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that had yeah, the LA Kings have these. They put they put these uh, ice rinks, uh, you know, smaller ones. During the holiday season in various parts of Southern California. One year they did it in my hometown now of San Pedro, California, on the USS Iowa. They put a sheet of ice out there. Oh, cool. I'm like, well, I got to go skate on a... Who's gonna, who can say they've skated on a battleship before? So How was I the can. ice? Did you fall on your no, ass? No, the ice was terrible, but it was... I mean, what do you expect? It's on a battleship, so... Hey, by the way, San Pedro, that's where they filmed the uh, shootout scene for Usual Suspects, right? Yes. There there have been... How about that, a, Coop? You think you know a, Hollywood? Kiss my ass. There have been a ton of movies and commercials filmed in San Pedro. Yeah. Lots of them. Usual Suspects, man. Verbal Kint. Yeah. Yep. The uh, Korean Friendship Bell, where they meet up with... Uh, what was it? Red... Uh, Red... What was his name? How should I know? Come on! Red. You just made it seem like you were a big fan of that movie. <laughs> oh, you should, um, uh, met up with... Uh, it was, uh, I thought it was Red something, yeah, I don't right? Know. Who, who knows? All right. Sorry. Move That's on. Right. Hey, listen. Move along. Nothing what else we got, here. Coop? <laughs> this one's good. I, I've never even seen this guy tweet before. Uh, it's from Unravels Vlogs. Jonas, it's rumored you met your girlfriend at an AA meeting. How is your recovery going? <laughs> Listen, that is not. <laughs> but here's here's the truth. All right, now, it is um, not in an AA meeting, but something that uh, pr- uh, probably has a lot of members that go to AA meetings. It was like a chili cook-off. <laughs> okay, that's okay. a true story. Yeah, chili cook-off. And uh, did, you, did you enter some chili into the no, cook-off? No, I did not. Uh, I, I but I entered. A, had a few drinks uh, and and was just a total tool. Uh, first time. It's hard to believe. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like this, this, this is exactly what I said to her. She was very attractive, and uh, she was Latina. So, of course, we were going to have a conversation. That's just how that had to be. And I said to her, I said, um, hey, uh, hey uh, no, I said, uh, I'm, I'm all, uh, you know, who's, what kind of guy are you, are you looking for? What kind of guy are you into? And she started describing, oh, tall and dark and handsome, you know, all the things. I was like, you know what I'm going to do for you? I'm going to find you a guy here at the cook-off. Let me go around. Mom, I'm going to go and I'm going to introduce you to a bunch of guys and just made it seem like I had no interest in her whatsoever. And uh, it worked so well um, that uh, she didn't talk to me for quite some time after that. But I was able to recover Eddie and uh, and the rest is history. How, how long have you been dating? Uh, well, you know, you hit some rough patches from time to time. You know, it, uh, <laughs> it's... Uh, has it been a continuous you know, uh, relationship? I mean, a- when they tell the story of the Titanic, they don't just talk about when it took off and set sail. They talk about everything, you know, including the glacier. And there's been a few of those on our journey. I see. Yeah, it's all right, though. Only makes you stronger. Yeah. What else, Coop? This is from the little troller for you, Jonas. <laughs> of course. When was the last time you didn't wear gel in your hair? Or has it been since birth? <laughs> <laughs> and do you wear skinny jeans? Uh, sometimes, yeah, I've been known to, uh, to dabble in the skinny jeans. I like the, uh, stretch cotton. Uh, the stretch cotton's always nice because it doesn't, uh, it's not so stiff. Uh, you can move around a little bit. Uh, you know, these, uh, these phones are getting bigger and bigger. Trust me, it's just the phones. And, uh, and I need some, uh, I need to be able to, to work. I need some wiggle. Uh, but, uh, no, I don't always use gel in my hair. 
Um, you know, I, I wear hats. Eddie Garcia and I are hat guys. And uh, because we're hat models, we like to show off various hats throughout the course of the day. And, uh, yeah, there's that. Um, all right. So uh, so we got, do we have more, Coop? Yeah, we have All right, time. okay, so there are more. Are, are any of these, uh, like, actually good questions, or are they all going to be this? These are all great questions. Right. What are you talking about? Just asking. He's never listened to Ask Ben, apparently. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, so uh, Jonas Knox in for Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio uh, as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, more of Ask Ass Hat or Ask Ass Clown, whatever the hell it is, it's Ask Ass Something, and it's next here on Fox Sports Radio. You can't lick your own elbow, travel at light speed, or sneeze with your eyes open. However, you have the power to increase the audience of the Ben Maller Show. Tweet, Instagram, and Facebook post about the show. Don't be bashful. Tell your friends and family about our distinct program. Tell bad new listeners like yourself. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Jonas Knox. Thanks, Edmund. Uh, a busy final hour coming up uh, before we get to ask Asshat here and finish up uh, the questions here on Fox Sports Radio. Andy Furman, Fox Sports Radio legend, will be here. We've Ooh. got uh, Coop Scoop on entertainment, and I'm going to pin Eddie Garcia down on what? details. Well, not not physically. Oh, good. Um, yeah, not physically. Two guys yeah. is enough for me. Oh, that's enough, Andy. Uh, because Eddie Garcia's got a busy, busy weekend coming up, so we're going to get into that. All right. So, uh, all right. Justin Cooper, executive producer, superstar. Uh, what else do we got in Ask Ass Hat or Ask Ass Clown, whatever the hell we're calling it? All right. Uh, this uh, question is for everybody on the crew. Uh, actually, he says for all the ass hats. This is from David. <laughs> what is your favorite bad movie? Oh, man. Um, I don't I don't. I try not to watch bad movies. Oh, what? Do you. Like a movie that's that's just not very good, but you you can't help but watch. Yes, it? yes. I don't know. Um, he said he said in the tweet he says, "As in what movie do you love, even though you know it sucks?" Well, listen, uh, uh, Days of Thunder is not really the greatest movie in the world, but I'll watch it every time it comes on. I got to watch Days of Thunder. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I'm pretty picky when it comes to movies. If it stinks, I'm just uh, I, I just I won't deal with it. Yeah, elitist. Yeah. Sorry about that. Eddie? Flash Gordon, 1980, Sam J. Jones, Max von Sydow, uh, Timothy Dalton, Topol. You ever seen that one? No. no. It's really bad, but yeah. I watch it all the time. I don't think I've seen any of those. Wait, really cheesy. Roberto? Queen did the soundtrack for it. Oh, I know. Yeah, Any I know. Rambo movie. Any for- Rambo movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think Rambo you know Four what? was on the other night here. Hey, it was. You know, yeah, and uh, and then yeah, and Coop was saying how terrible it is. So Predators Rambo. are pretty. Predators are pretty cheese ball movie. Oh, I love Predator. When, Predator I know. No, Predator Two is way worse than Predator. But when I didn't you, see Predator when, when you go back and actually watch it, it's pretty pretty cheesy, man. Yeah, Commando as well. Yeah, it's very it's a yeah. lot of cheesy scenes in that movie. This one's easy. Coop, for you're me. not going to answer. Coop? No, I am. Oh, okay. I am right. answering. Con Air, and it's not even close. Oh, Con wow. Air, that movie stinks so Oof. bad. <laughs> but that movie is so bad, But man. it's so good. I mean, it's so bad that it's good. It's the perfect answer to this oh, question. Because Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage is the worst. <laughs> Malkovich has never seen it. Oh. <laughs> it was purely for the check, which, you know, why not? So bad. Shoot a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so good. Okay, uh, this question is for you, Jonas. This is from Rob in Minnesota. Eddie likes Nickelback. 
If Eddie had an extra ticket and gave you two hundred dollars, would you go to a Nickelback show with him? Oh no, screw you! And 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 also kiss my ass. I'm not going to see Nickelback. Boo. I have no interest in seeing Nickelback. Sorry, man. Another question for well, you, Jonas. What do you expect from a guy who was lead singer of Dishevel? Oh come on, Eddie! Oh, it's Dishevel. No, no. That's what he said. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you said disheveled. It's the coop president <laughs> of the fan club. There he is. I, I, I am. I love. I love that band. <laughs> You're the one. Yeah, I know. I didn't even like it. <laughs> Another question for you, Jonas. Uh, this is from Opie. Which FSR personality would you win an arm wrestling match against, Ben Maller or David J. Gascon? Well, first of all, I don't arm wrestle Gagon. because uh, I, I don't. I don't. Now, is this between them David two? Gagon. Yes. Gascon. Oh, Gascon. He's a meathead. Come on. You think you'd beat Gascon? No, is he asking if oh, I would beat him? Or who would you be able to beat, Ben or Gascon? Oh, I don't know. Um, I could be So both. when Looney left, did he leave Gagon all of his steroids? I was going, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're making steroids accusations uh, to, to <laughs> FSR employees. All right, all right. They're not accusations. They're facts. Jesus. Quick, quick one. I got to get this last one in. Uh, Anthony in Anaheim wants to know, Jonas, who is your favorite porn star and pro wrestler of all time? There we go. Oh, um, oh, this is easy. Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Greatest name of all. Johnny Shocked Depp. you went with a male. It's great porn, I'm telling you. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. So I'm going to try and take a bit of a negative approach and a negative look at an NFL story and then try and turn it into a positive one. Try and give a franchise a little bit of hope as they head into a pivotal weekend of games that can affect the course of their playoff future. I'll explain what that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox in for Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can listen to us on Sirius XM Channel 83 and on every one of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So if you're just tuning in, it's been a wild ride. All sorts of shenanigans have taken place. Uh, we just had uh, our version of Ask Ben, but it was uh, hashtag Ask Ass Clown and Ask Ass Hat. A lot of very bizarre questions, uh, just some very bizarre behavior throughout the course of the show. But the lead story in the NFL, the story that everybody is following, and I think the story that everybody is looking at completely the wrong way is Josh Gordon and the New England Patriots. Because you got people out there that uh, that you know want to instead focus on, you know, Josh Gordon the person is the most important thing. Yeah, that's true. That that is that uh, that is very true. Josh Gordon the person is the most important thing. That is definitely true. Um but uh we're doing sports talk radio and uh, we've got to look at this from a sports standpoint, and Josh Gordon is no longer there. If the NFL decides that they're going to suspend Josh Gordon and if his NFL career is over, 
sorry to say, you got to move on. He's had a lot of chances. He's had a lot of opportunities. We all make decisions. We all make choices. He made his choices to go and pursue whether it was marijuana or the booze or whatever it was that he was doing to violate uh, uh, his his uh, part of the agreement and being uh, and being back in the NFL. He made that choice and he has put himself in this position. Okay, so then if we understand that and we go to the New England Patriots. What do we got with the New England Patriots? Well, you've got a roster where they don't really have a whole lot down the field. Um, You've got an aging tight end in Rob Gronkowski. You've got Julian Edelman, who does not look to be the same player. You've got Tom Brady, who at certain points this season has started to look his age. He started to slow down a little bit. And you look at the New England Patriots and you say, well, man, I mean, this is is kind of a bad spot for the Patriots to be in. I mean, what are they going to do? What are the Patriots going to do? And now they don't have Josh Gordon. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. Josh Gordon, he's the key ingredient to a Super Bowl run for the New England Patriots. I forgot about that. Let me go ahead and just pull up. Uh, got some numbers here on Josh Gordon. Now, keep in mind, we are in a passing league. All right, a passing league. So let me go ahead and hold on. Some numbers here on Josh Gordon. Let me see here. Uh, Josh Gordon has got uh, 40 catches on the season, and he had nine all of December, which puts him tied for 78th in the NFL in a passing league, tied for 78th. And you think that's the reason the Patriots aren't going to win a Super Bowl. I'm sorry, but I'm just not buying it. The Patriots have a, and I talked about this earlier, there's a clear recipe for success with the Patriots. And it's one of the most under-talked about aspects to the Patriots dynasty. You can give Bill Belichick credit, and he deserves all of it. You can give Tom Brady credit, and he deserves all of it. But you also have to acknowledge that the Patriots benefit from playing at home in the postseason. Now, they earn those opportunities, they earn the right to do that, but the Patriots have a clear recipe for success. In Tom Brady's time with the New England Patriots, Tom Brady, as a Patriots, the team is 19-3 and at home in the playoffs and below 500 on the road. Their last two road games, both at Denver, they lost both of them. There's a clear path to success, a clear recipe to success for the New England Patriots, and it's called getting home playoff games. If you get those and you get more than one of those, you've got an opportunity to make a legitimate run. Josh Gordon not being on the team is not why this team may not end up with home field advantage throughout the course of the playoffs or multiple home games throughout the course of the playoffs. That's not why. I said it earlier. I believe their Super Bowl chances took a hit when Kenyon Drake scored on a fluke freak touchdown in South Beach a couple of weeks ago. To me, that was the game that cost the New England Patriots an opportunity to go make a Super Bowl run. Had nothing to do with Josh Gordon. It's an overblown narrative and an overblown story that the media is going to try and feed you that Josh Gordon, a guy they took a chance on, The Patriots made a mistake by trusting this guy. They got burned for it, and this is what they get. No, they took a chance on a player who's very, very talented who couldn't figure it out and couldn't keep it together again. 
That's not the Patriots' fault. It's Josh Gordon's fault. Stop trying to look in any other direction. You can try and blame the organization or Brady or Belichick. Blame the guy who's at the center of the issue, and it's Josh Gordon. Period. That's just the bottom line. But the Patriots losing that game to the Dolphins is the reason that I think they're not going to make a Super Bowl run because I think it's going to cost them. I don't see how the Patriots can figure out a way to get home. I, I, just, I don't see it. I don't see a path for the Patriots to still slide in, uh, get the first round by, and then go on and make a run. Now, not saying there's not hope, because I, I do think there is hope. But had they won that game with Miami, this is the scenario we're looking at. If they had beaten Miami like they should have, and even if they still lost to the Steelers last week, a game they were very much in all the way to the end. They're sitting in the two seed with a bye week and one home playoff game at least. They're a game behind Kansas City. They own the tiebreaker over the Chiefs because they beat them in Foxborough earlier this season. The Patriots have got the Bills and the Jets the final two weeks of the season at home. Both of those are wins. All they would need is for Kansas City to lose one of their final two, and one of those final two is this Sunday night at Seattle against the Seahawks, one of the better home teams in the entire league. To me, had everything played out and had they beat the Miami Dolphins, I think Seattle's going to win that game, and now the Patriots are sitting in the one spot All they got to do is win out, beat the Bills, beat the Jets, and they've got home field in the playoffs. They're set up. So it had nothing to do with Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon's story was pretty predictable. We've seen it multiple times over. This had everything to do with an opportunity that slipped away early in the season. You know this as a fan. Whoever your favorite team is, you can identify when you miss the playoffs by a game or when you uh, make the playoffs but your team ends up with a lower seed uh, and they end up with a really bad matchup in the opening round, you can go back in time every single season and you can look back at the season and you can pinpoint one or two games. You know this as a fan, whoever your team is, guaranteed right now you're thinking of a game earlier this season that you should have won but you didn't. It slipped away, and because of that, that's the position you're in now guaranteed every fan can think of it right now you're thinking of it as i'm saying this you're not thinking about damn if we just had that one receiver who had nine catches in three games we would have had a whole different season and a whole different outcome like it's overblown josh gordon's value to the team is overblown there's a reason the betting line didn't move and didn't change between the bills and the patriots in fact the spread got wider When Josh Gordon was announced that he was done for the season. So when you're hearing people spin this story that it's all, no, it's not. But here's where I think the Patriots still have a slimmer, just a small glimmer of hope. Okay. Now you need, if you're the New England Patriots, you need some things to happen. All right. You've got to get at least one bye week. You need at least one. All right. You need uh, at least one home game rather. And you need a bye week. The Texans are facing the Eagles this weekend, all right? So you own the tiebreaker over the Houston Texans. 
The Texans have got Philadelphia on the road this weekend. For some reason, and I don't know why, that team appears to play better when Nick Foles is the quarterback. I don't know. Maybe it's just the Rams are struggling the way that they are, but there's clearly something going on there. Carson Wentz is a better quarterback, but they play pretty well when Nick Foles is their guy. They're putting up a shrine in his locker room. They really rally around the guy. It's not that far-fetched. The Eagles are favored in that game to think that the Eagles are going to beat the Texans this weekend. So if all the Patriots have to do is beat the Bills, now you're sitting in the two spot. If Kansas City loses to Seattle, which I think they're going to, now you're just a game out. And you need a little bit of help, and you've got to win your game. And uh, and that help that you're going to get comes via John Gruden and the Raiders, uh, who are uh, Week 17 at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Raiders. So think about this in a roundabout way. All right? Think about this. The Patriots' Super Bowl hopes rest not on Josh Gordon, but instead on John Gruden, okay? So if you are a Patriots fan, stop taking your shots. Stop making fun of uh, John Gruden. Stop making uh, tuck rule jokes. Just knock it off. You need John Gruden more than ever because if Kansas City loses at Seattle, it's going to all come down to what the hell the Chiefs are going to do at home to the Oakland Raiders, all right? So that is the positive spin on where the New England Patriots Super Bowl hopes lie. It is all relying on John Gruden and the Raiders week 17 at the Kansas City Chiefs. The greatness of the Raiders. Yeah, damn straight. The Raiders. So there it is. All right. Uh, Jonas Knox in for Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, Edmund effing Garcia. Long, long goal horn. I don't remember that going off very often this season at Staples Center. But <laughs> oh, yeah. come on, Eddie. Sounds good. Come on, listen. Uh, the Kings will be back, man. Well, someday. I, I assume so. Yeah, not this year though. Who's? Uh, they have not been the same since um, Kelly Rudy. <laughs> no, they, no, I think they. No, no, no. I think they've they had a few good years there after Kelly Rudy. Uh, by the way, did they unretire Kelly Rudy's jersey to give it to Jonathan Quick? No, they never they never retired oh, okay. his jersey. Uh, the, you see what I did there? That was just me bragging that I remembered <gasps> that he wore number thirty two. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Uh, I, I do remember though he had on his uh, goal was it his goalie pads or his mask where he had the uh, film reel? Like that's how long that was ago, his mask. Yeah, yeah, how long ago Kelly Rudy played. Now it would be like a Netflix logo. Back then it was like <laughs> a blockbuster videotape uh that was uh, taken apart on Kelly Rudy's mask. Yeah, he always take, had that uh, blue like headband that he wore yeah. in his mask. As we take yeah. a uh, trip down uh, 1990s hockey uh, memory lane, uh, for those of you on the East Coast that are wondering it's who very popular, yeah. is. Um, uh, all right, so Eddie Garcia. We've got Andy Furman, Fox Sports Radio legend, Fox Sports Radio host, who's going to be joining us at the bottom of the hour. That's a radio term for about like a woman. 16 minutes from now. Andy Furman sends Eddie Garcia way too much mail. It is a problem. It's an issue. And we need to get to the bottom of it. Are you nervous about being reunited on the air with Andy Furman? No. That is a complete load of crap. Are you sure about that? You don't sound confident that you're sure. uh, Oh, I'm not not nervous at all. Trust me. 
but you've got questions. Are you going to flat out? Are you going to say to Andy Furman on the air, "Stop sending me things in the mail"? I've I've already I've already said it to him off the air, which is like you know on the air we have conversations and. Sometimes they're serious, and sometimes it's all baloney. They had that tight butt. Yeah. Okay, but okay, but so I've told him off the air. Seriously, stop sending me mail. Are you gonna feel like kind of a jerk though for for crushing his hopes and dreams? Like this is what he I don't does. think he's he's not gonna stop. It's like a but. It's he's like, like he's like Josh Gordon. If oh, he, come if on. he could stop, he would. He can't stop. Yeah, it's um. I want the, a mature guy. It's Andy Furman, uh, his old boss at one of his radio stations. Andy told me this story. Uh, stormed into this is a true story. Stormed into Andy's office one time. Andy's sitting at the desk, and the guy walks around behind the desk, opens up the drawer to Andy's. Andy thinks he's going to do something to him physically. The guy's pissed off. Opens up the drawer to Andy's desk, and he finds piles of stamps and envelopes that Andy had stolen from the mailroom <laughs> and hidden his desk so he could send out more letters. Right. You're you're doing nothing but proving my point. Okay, I'm just letting you know that this is a very fragile individual. You got to be careful with this. All right, just letting you know. I'll I'll try. I'll okay. I'll keep that in mind. Uh he's going to get a beat. I'm out of the closet right now. <laughs> okay. All right, uh in for Ben Maller, it's Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can tweet me at the Jonas Knox. Uh, coming up next, though, it is a a show staple here. Justin Cooper, the executive producer, is going to tell you everything you need to know. Do not do not go anywhere. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Almost all talk shows say I'm the same after a while. Think of us as Sports Talk Oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Jonas Knox. Thanks, Edmund. Uh, coming up in... About six minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, Andy Furman, Fox Sports Radio host, Sports Talk Radio legend, will be on the air with us. We've got to get to the bottom of this. He is harassing Eddie Garcia. He will not stop sending him letters. He's got a fetish. It's an issue, and we need to get to the bottom of it. So we will do that coming up six minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Justin Cooper uh, is is a superstar. Uh, he has connections to Hollywood. He is uh, he is a man that if you ever want to know anything about what's happening in Hollywood, including which uh, rapper by the name of Machine Gun Kelly was in some movie that nobody knows about, uh, Justin Cooper is the guy. Uh, but Coop, uh, you do something here on the show in which you uh, talk a little bit of Hollywood. Uh, you uh, you you talk a little bit uh, about uh, the movies, whether it's Netflix, whether it's uh, uh, what's coming out, what's going on. It's a special segment here on the show. It is highly rated. It's Coop's Entertainment Scoop. Oh, Did I geez. get that right, or is it Coop's Scoop on Entertainment? Yeah, there you go. All right, there you go. There it is. Uh, first, I'm going to start off because I, I promised this yesterday. I, I was I was kind of bitching and complaining about Movie Pass and how I don't really go to the movies anymore yes. because I was I was spoiled for a long time with Movie Pass. And I just refuse to pay like the thirteen seventy five it costs to buy a movie ticket these days. Uh, movie Pass is revamping their pricing structure again, trying to get some old customers back. We'll see if it works this time. 
basically how it works now is you can you can do what the the crap that they do now which for for like a, a cheap amount it's like you know seven eight bucks a month you can see up to three movies a month but it's from a curated selection of movies they're usually not the top blockbusters that you want to see now they're offering more for $15 a month and this is the base price you can see any movie all standard 2d movies up to three a month at any theater but it's $15 a month that's the base price but it varies based on where you're located so if you live in a city where ticket prices are really expensive like here in Southern California Los Angeles area it's gonna be more I checked for our area it's actually more like $19 and change for that plan or they also have another plan where the base price is 20 bucks but of course it's more here you can see up to three movies and one of those can be an IMAX movie or, or a 3D movie and make sure one of them is not the mule because that movie stunk Roberto said he liked it but speaking of the movies there's actually a lot of movies coming out this weekend uh, one that's already out it came out on Wednesday Mary Poppins Returns it's a sequel to Mary Poppins. Really, Coop? Yep. Really, really. Mary Poppins. Yep. Aquaman is out today. Gotten. Uh, I've heard good things. I have a couple friends that already saw it. They liked it. And then I wouldn't even mention this normally, but Bumblebee, that movie was released today. It's actually got the best critic reviews of any of the Transformer movies that have ever come out. <gasps> I liked like the first two Transformer movies, and then I stopped watching it after the one with uh, Rosie Huntington Whiteley. I've never just... seen any of them. Who? She's a Victoria's Secret supermodel. That's oh, pretty much, yeah. well, that's a bummer. Yeah. Anyway, they were trash after that, but apparently this one's supposed to be good. So check it out. Let me know. Is John Cena the actor? Yes, he is in that. In in, uh, in Bumblebee, is he like yep. the main guy? Yeah. Ah, good for him. Yeah. But you know. Anyway, moving on to television, the superior medium. Uh, coming out on Netflix, and uh, Jonas was talking about, I was talking about this in the break. This is a movie that they have been advertising up the wazoo for. Every time I turn on Netflix, I see a commercial for it. It's called Bird Box. It's a movie starring Sandra Bullock. It's a post-apocalyptic horror thriller. It's also got Sarah Paulson, who you may know from American Horror Story, and John Malkovich. So it's got a nice cast, but... The reviews so far aren't great. I clicked on it to like learn a little bit more about it, and Machine Gun Kelly is in it also. What's wrong with that? What, what I, have do you no, gotta... I have no idea who that is. Machine Gun Kelly? He's a tool. That's a, oh, it's, right. He used to play uh, quarterback for the Bills back in the day. Ran the K-Gun. <laughs> he right. ran, ran the K-Gun, Eddie. Uh, Jim I, Kelly, I, you're I, not lost, familiar? Lost, really lost four Super Bowls yeah, in a row, Machine Gun a, Kelly. They called him Machine Gun Kelly, Eddie. He, he wrote the the diss track against Eminem recently. That's what he was in the news for most recently. They had a little beef going on. Uh, but also a couple other things that I want to point out on Netflix this weekend, actually available today on Netflix, uh, is it's called Perfume. This might be something uh, that you might be interested in, Jonas. It's in- Why am I getting shamed here? Like every every feminine product or feminine name to a show that comes on, you assume I'm going to like no, it. I'm, I'm, and you're probably right. I'll be honest with I'm you. I'm being serious. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what it, I don't think it has anything to do with actual perfume. I'm not sure. Uh, it's a German crime thriller. It's based on the novel of the same name, Perfume, the story of a murderer. And what I heard, I, I haven't seen like 
I, I saw one. I read one review a couple weeks ago, and they compared it to Dark. Obviously, the yeah. other German show on Netflix, <laughs> and they said it's even darker than Dark. It's like you know, if Dark makes you feel kind of like depressed and down, this one is just. Uh- Next level. Uh, no joke. So Dark is this German um, show on Netflix that Coop recommended to me, and I thought it was awesome. But I will say this. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen another movie or TV show in which every single scene involved rain. <laughs> other than Seven, the movie Seven. It seemed like every scene in the movie Seven, it was raining with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. And, oh, what's in the box? All that. It, it seemed like it was raining up until the end when they're in the desert. In dark, every scene is in the rain. Everyone. It and it is depressing. There's a there's a dark <laughs> vibe to it, but it's really, really yeah, good. Yeah, it's great though. It's yeah. great. And then lastly, uh premiering tonight at 8 30 p.m. on Showtime. It's a documentary, just in case uh, Ben is listening, he likes the documentaries. It's a, a music documentary on uh, based on the life of Suge Knight. It's called American Dream, American Nightmare. Oh. Interesting. Yes. Did, have, have you seen the one on uh, Brian Head Welch of Corn? No, I have the not. The guitarist of Corn. It's on Showtime. It's really good. I used to be all about Corn yeah. in high school. Yeah, it's uh, it's all really right. really good. I'll Just check that how out. He, how he turned his life around and his daughter and his uh, damn some of the uh, some of the stuff. If you watch Corn or you remember the back in the day when Corn was a uh, a hit, yeah. And you find out what it was like behind the scenes, man. I'll definitely, I'll definitely be watching that. Yeah, it's a Showtime documentary. It's pretty good. All right, and that, that is Coop Scoop on Entertainment. Well done. That's a well done by Justin Cooper. Nobody brings you the goods out of Hollywood and gets you set up for the weekend like Justin Cooper. Coop's Scoop on Entertainment. Oh, Jonas yeah. Knox in for Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next. Uh, We are going to get to the bottom of this. There is somebody that you hear and have heard on Fox Sports Radio for many years. He's got a fetish. All right. We will expose his fetish live on the air next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's the great and powerful Eddie Garcia. And news from the NFL where the league announced that New England Patriots wide receiver Josh Gordon has been returned to the reserve commissioner suspended list indefinitely after violating terms of his conditional reinstatement under the policy and program for substance abuse. Gordon has been suspended multiple times by the league for violating the substance abuse policies. In the NBA, two games heat over the Rockets, 101-99. Houston lost the game and Chris Paul to a hamstring injury. He's out indefinitely. Clippers outscored the Mavericks, 125-121. College basketball, number two, Duke beat number 12, Texas Tech. 69 to 58. Blue Devils are 11 and 1. Zion Williamson led him with 17 points and 13 rebounds. It was number 21 Houston over Utah State, 60 to 50. College football Gasparilla Bowl. Marshall over Central or make that uh, Southern South Florida, uh, 38 to 20. South Florida started the season 7 and 0. They ended with six straight losses. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience and how about a brief mini puck the world report since we didn't have that earlier philadelphia flyers fired their head coach dave haxtell on monday we can pop the music down if you want roberto he's the fifth nhl coach to be fired this season joining mike gill of st louis todd mcclellan of edmonton joel quinville of chicago and john stevens of la no coaches were fired 
uh, at all last year. Blackhawks goalie Corey Crawford suffered a concussion when he hit his head on the goalpost Sunday against the Sharks. Two-time Stanley Cup winner missed the final 47 games last season while dealing with concussion symptoms. St. Louis Blues had a couple of bizarre incidences in the past week. They had a goal disallowed when a dump-in went off the groin of referee Tim Beadle <laughs> and into the net. Rule 78.5 states a goal is disallowed when the puck deflects directly into the net off an official. And in another game, the Blues were taken on the Avalanche. One of their defensemen, Colton Pareko, lost his stick. Teammate Vladimir Tarasenko gave Pareko his stick to play with, then went and got Pareko's stick that he had lost. Problem is, Pareko's six foot six and plays with an extra long stick. He has an exemption to play with that stick. So technically, Tarasenko was playing with an illegal stick. The referees actually called it on the ice, gave Colorado a power play in overtime, but the Blues scored shorthanded to win the game. But uh, there is a rule, apparently, you cannot play with a stick of a player that is has an exemption because he's too tall. But the NHL said they don't want that called during gameplay, but it's basically you can't like grab uh, a player's stick off the bench if he has that exemption and has the extra long stick. So I had to save that extra long stick story for you, That's a drop. Jonas, because I yeah. knew that you would really enjoy that one. That yeah. is your very brief Puck the World report uh, as well. By the way, uh, a, big, a big thank you to Eddie Garcia who just gave us at least 12 to 15 drops in that one description of that story. I mean, that'll those are going to come back to haunt you, Eddie Garcia. Uh, it's, it's all for the good of shit. <laughs> it is. Listen, uh, we called it, by the way, that long stick rule is the uh, Vinny Testaverde rule. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, by the way, we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up in 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, Eddie Garcia has got the wildest Saturday night planned of any NFL fan anywhere. Shocking details coming up 12 minutes from now. Right now, though... He is a sports talk radio legend. You have heard him on the airwaves here at Fox Sports Radio for many, many years. He was the subject of a lot of discussion on the show yesterday. His name is Andy Furman, joining us here on FSR. Furbag, my yeah. man. What's what? going on? Hey, what's going on? What, what is a, a dump-in? Can you ask Eddie Garcia what a dump-in is? I'd like to know. I never heard of that term in you, sports. You know what a dumping is. Yeah, I just <laughs> you of all people. Yeah. Oh really? Hey, yeah, oh, okay. Check your drawers, Andy. That's what a dumping is. Oh, all, uh, right. all right. So so Furman sounds very awake. Yeah, he is. Uh, hey, Furman, uh, let yeah. me. Uh, so here's, here's. I want a mature guy. Uh, we know that. Here's the uh, here's the thing, Andy. <laughs> I was upstairs here, a little behind the scenes on Fox Sports Radio. I was upstairs. Yeah. Uh, we all work together in the mornings. Uh, you, Eddie Garcia, myself, the great Frank Pollock, Mike North, for a long time in the mornings. And um, you always would send letters in the mail. And that's really, really nice. That's how one usually sends letters in the mail. Yeah, I know. But but the <laughs> problem is, normally they're worth something. And uh, oh, the stuff you sent wasn't really worth anything. Newspaper cutouts. Uh, if the name Knoxville was mentioned in an article somewhere, <laughs> uh, you would highlight it and send it to me. And so we all, you know, got a kick out of it. But, you know, Eddie assumed that uh, that it had just sort of stopped. And then I happened well, I, to- I'd, I'd asked Andy to stop sending. Yeah. Oh, you did? Email. I, I, yes, I have. Oh, okay, as of today, you're finished. So, it's good. Over. Thank it's God. I ha- I'm trying to help you with the okay. hockey stuff. I'm trying but, to help you. But, but Andy, <laughs> but, but Andy, here's here's the issue. Uh, I went upstairs yesterday, and I just happened to look down, and I saw Eddie Garcia's name on an envelope. 
And then I looked underneath that one and there was another one with Eddie Garcia's name on it. And it continued and it continued and it continued nine effing letters stacked high on a desk from you over a course of three months. Yeah. To Eddie Garcia. What gives man? No, I just want to know what gives. I see a hockey story that would interest him. He's a hockey guy. So I send it out to him. Okay. What's the big deal? I don't understand why how, you guys are on my back. How many letters a day do you send out? I don't think that's any of your business, Andy uh, Garcia. Really. Uh, I, this I, is I, a, this is an really. intervention, Andy. Really? We're trying to help you. No, I, I I write every now and again to various people. I mean, uh, one day could be a heavy load, another day could be a light load. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I do know what you're saying. Yeah, uh, here, right. What about the letters? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have a? Do you think you have a sickness? Yeah, I, I think it's uh, there's something wrong there, but it, you know, it's it's better than drugs or alcohol or whatever it might be. But this is a a passion of mine, so to speak. Uh, how many? What the That's most? What Josh Gordon said about the, drugs. Yeah, the most. Uh, <laughs> uh, he had that tight butt. Okay, okay. The most stamps you've licked in a day, Andy. Well, you don't lick them anymore. You buy them on a sheet and you just pull pull them oh, off. Sorry, we don't lick. Sorry, I, 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 I sorry, I didn't mean to screw. Has that anybody up. ever? asked you like any professional ever asked to like interview you about this do you have you you ever met it's a funny story i I tell you about a year ago there was a lady uh, who wrote a column in usa today how she loved writing letters and uh she said she just thinks it's a great art it's a lost art uh when you write a letter to somebody basically you're taking the time to show them that you actually care rather than an email whoever it may be so i wrote her and uh, she of course called, you did. And she and she <laughs> called me, and I, I think she put something in USA Today, which I had missed. But uh, she was she was touched, and it was a wonderful column. It really was about a year ago in USA Today. How, how she just writes thank you notes yeah. and little notes to various people. Yeah, it was such a wonderful column. Yeah, that she's you, in a home right yeah, now. Yeah, but, it's but, such a wonderful column that you haven't read it yet. Right, okay, and it takes you a fact, She's yeah. in a home and she's drooling right now. Oh, as we God, speak. Come on, Ed. <laughs> oh, we don't need to. But, we don't need okay, to shame her. Right. But from what I've seen, Andy, you don't even write letters. Who the hell is this? <laughs> it's coop. You just oh, I'm sorry. you just clip newspapers and highlight. Well, what's wrong with that? People are interested. Okay, in that's not personal. All right, Andy Furman, Fox Sports Radio host, is here on FSR. This is a bit of an intervention. Yeah, I gotta hurry up because letters. I got my my day job in about an right. hour, so I gotta get ready. Yeah, you're gonna go cut out some more. Yeah, you're not, I play, I yeah. play Santa Claus at the mall. I get get on the Twitter. Yeah, he's not going anywhere except to Bob Evans to go harass <laughs> the waitress. That's where he's. Is going. there a framed uh, portrait of you at the post office? They're gonna have a stamp about me, really. Yeah, he. Go, I know. I know which post office he goes to, by the way. Oh, do you? Really? Yeah, it's the one in Ace Hardware, isn't it? It's well, that one or Burlington, Kentucky, yeah. either one. Yeah, I do it. I do it. Andy, I, Andy, have you ever met anyone else? I know you talked about the woman in USA Today. Have you ever met anyone else who has this male fetish that you have? No, but I tell you what, I I cannot believe how the mail at uh, the United States Post Office cries how much they're losing money. I'm probably about ten percent of the total income. <laughs> I do not <laughs> doubt I mean, that. I, and, and they're sponsoring they're sponsoring football games, whatever it may be. I understand that there's a there's a challenge there with uh with UPS and uh, FedEx and things like that. But I I don't understand how they're losing money. I went to the post office the other day. I had to wait like forty five minutes to to get to the to the window. Whoa, it's crazy. You didn't get to go to your own personal window. Uh, no, that's yeah. rough. It's you, rough. You think you guys got pull and this happens. No, I'm not that um, way. But I will I, say this. I will give Andy Furman credit for this. So during the holidays last year, Andy yeah. Furman was working in. And, you know, during the holidays, I mean, there, uh, people are coming and going. Hosts are, are off or they're not off. And so you have a lot of fill-in time. And so normally people assume oh, that's during the holidays. It's, you know, fill-in hosts. Like for me, filling in for Ben Maller, clearly 
to the Maller militia a step below Ben Maller, if not two steps you below. You said it, not me. All right, but th- th- no, they've said it. Trust me. Oh, okay. Um, Andy Furman got Bill Belichick to come on a show that he right. was filling in for during the holidays. Explain how you were able well, to get Bill Belichick on. You know Andy what? It, it all it all boils down to personal contact and letters. And I'll go back way back when when Bill Belichick was coaching the Cleveland Browns. I was doing local radio in Cincinnati, and I had always written to Bill Belichick, and he always writes me back. He's a tremendous letter writer as well. And <laughs> and, he, and he wrote me back. He wrote me back. He said, "Can you do me a favor?" This is before uh, internet and things like that. He says, "I need a copy of the Cincinnati Bengals game." tape so I could study it and he sent me his FedEx overnight number so I went to the local TV station told him I needed a tape of the last Bengal game and I did I overnighted it to Cleveland to him and uh <laughs> what and, and ever since that time we we've been somewhat buddies and uh wait he, so you wait you, you initiated Spygate you, he did <laughs> oh that's amazing wow you're, a, you're a, you were a, a radio legend in Cincinnati and you helped Cleveland prepare for a oh, game against the Bengals no no I Brilliant. helped a friend I helped a friend and Bill Belichick is a friend okay and he will be a friend. now so oh my you, God. You send him the game Stop tape. Stop it! Okay. Stop it! But but hey, you live in Cincinnati or Cincinnati, not Cleveland, as yeah. Sam White like kind of. Yeah. Okay, but but Furbag. So you sent Bill Belichick this tape, and then you guys. Right. How often did you guys write each other after that? And how did it end up that he appeared on a show while uh, during a Super Bowl run? They're trying to right, make a run right. to the Super Bowl. How and I was shocked because I had no idea that he doesn't even do a local show in, in Boston. So uh, I had written him, uh, you know, if you want to get on. He says, you know, g- give me a call every now and again. He gave me his cell phone number. Uh, and he says, when, he, when I get a free moment, you know, maybe during the draft or it might be in June or whatever. And I just took a chance and I texted him. Uh, I, I think about a week or so before when I was doing that show. It was a Wednesday evening, I believe. And it was like 6.30. He said he would come on 6.30 in the evening, Eastern time. And uh, I hadn't heard from him all day long. And late in the afternoon, this is a crazy story. I got a business card with my phone number on there. But the phone number, believe it or not, I don't want to put my home number on there. So I put the local cigar shop where I hang out. That's, <laughs> that's the number on the card, okay? The, the Strauss Tobacco Shop uh, in Cincinnati. So I get a phone call at home from my guy at the Strauss Tobacco Shop. He says, he wouldn't believe who called. Bill Belichick's secretary wants to know what number to call when he calls your show tonight about 6.30. I said, really? So I said, give me the number. I called back. I gave the hotline number here for Fox and sure enough 630 he called in and that was it that's unbelievable you had Bill Belichick call the cigar shop if he yeah. wanted to get a hold of that you. was the number on my card I mean, oh I my god that is brilliant this is better right, better let, than I thought it let's would be. Uh, bring it back around Andy what is the longest period of time you've gone without sending a letter not talking about bills paying bills or anything like important just, That's a good just question. I don't know, but, I, but I do know, it's, you know, over the years I've had some tremendous guests on the show because of letter writing. And Bob Knight has always done a half hour with me in Cincinnati. It was always the rules. No phone calls, no commercials, a half hour straight. Why? Because when he was in Army and I lived on the East Coast, I used to write to him. I got to know him. And, you know, when I moved out to the Midwest, he was in Indiana. And we became somewhat pen pals and buddies. And he always do a show with me. So it worked. And now, so, and then, you know, so another thing, one, one other thing, when yeah. Mike Dunleavy was named head coach of the Lakers way back when, uh, Mike Dunleavy played at Nazareth High School in Brooklyn, and I watched him play as a high school kid. And I used to write to Mike all the time. I used to write a column in a Brooklyn newspaper, send him the clips, whatever it may be. And when he became coach, the day he was named coach for the Lakers, believe it or not, he was on the radio with me at WLW in Cincinnati. Why? I, I, because he knew me, but there was no rhyme or reason because there's no NBA team in Cincinnati. But Mike Dunleavy did go on with me because of letter writing. Look at that. He is Andy Furman 
Fox Sports Radio host. You hear him with Brian No every Sunday no, morning here on no. FSR. Uh, 6 a.m. Eastern time every Sunday morning as they get you set for the NFL games every single weekend. He is a letter writer. He is a dear friend. Uh, and apparently he is really close with Bill Belichick because he wrote him letters and also uh, contributed to Spike. And Eddie Garcia is off the list. He's finished. That's Thank amazing. God. Um, Christmas listen come, to y'all. Come on. You appreciate Christmas that stuff. comes early, everybody. Uh, come on. Uh, come on, Eddie. All right, Humbug. All right, Ange. <laughs> Love you. We'll All talk right, to you t- soon. Take Love care, Andy. See you. See you guys. Oh, that was great. <laughs> Jonas Knox in for Ben Maller here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next here on FSR, it's uh, maybe the bi- one of the biggest games of the NFL weekend, and Eddie Garcia could have something to do with it. Find out what we're talking about next on Fox Sports Radio. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts. Unless it's not, support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Jonas Knox. Thanks, Eddie. Uh... Outkick the coverage. Clay Travis coming up less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Make sure you stick around. It is a football Friday. All sorts of fun stuff uh, as Clay gets you set up for a busy weekend in the NFL and some college football bowl games. Um, uh, whichever ones those are. I mean, come on. The, the Gasparilla, a bad boy. Uh, bad boy mowers. Uh, yeah, a motorboat uh, bowl or whatever it was. I mean, Jesus. I saw the um, Red Box Bowl. That's a new one. Oh, the the Red Box Bowl. Uh, listen, I, I'm very, very much interested in the Red Box Bowl. Um, Brady Quinn is calling that, uh, so I, I have to be interested in it. Uh, I will watch every second of that, definitely, every single second. Uh, one, uh, but we're getting a lot of compliments on uh, the Andy Furman segment we just did. Um, you By the all- way, there's no way in hell he's going to stop sending me stuff. Oh, it's not no shot. He said I'm off the list. This is a total lie. Yeah, uh, no shot in hell. But we do know uh, that Eddie Garcia could have a major impact on the NFL playoffs, particularly in the AFC, because Eddie Garcia is going to be at StubHub Center on Saturday for one of the key matchups between the Ravens and the Chargers. Go Bolts, Eddie Garcia. Are you ready? Yeah, this is a, a. I will actually be cheering very loudly for the Chargers. Usually, I go and I just enjoy watching. I do give some polite applause and support my wife and her uh, passion for the Chargers. But I will be equally passionate this week because I need the Ravens to lose with uh, my Steelers playing the Saints. Biggest game at uh, StubHub for the Chargers in the history since they've been there, right? Uh, Gotta be. Yeah, I would say so. It'll be interesting to see the uh, the fan turnout. Well. Uh, listen, uh, for Eddie, for Roberto, for Justin Cooper, for the militia, it's been fun filling in. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow, same time. Got a murder, gotta go. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I 
play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 